Hey guys, brand new podcast. I'm here with my wife, Leanne. Uh, thank you everyone for the notes about uh, Sober October or Oxobert. Uh, thank you for the guy who bought Oxobert and offered to give it up to us. A very nice guy and he was very honest. He was like, you know what? I did it in a shitty way. I'm talking about Rogan's podcast we did yesterday. I'm sure all you guys heard it. Um, it was fucking four hours and it was it was hilarious. I fucking... I don't think I've laughed that hard at Ari Shafir or Tom or Joe in a really long time. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I'm glad I got friends like that because we are all going to do, I think we're all doing so, I don't know. We're not certain what the the bet is completely and fully, but I will tell you, I am rolling sober October, 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 um, and I'm going to give it my best shot. And by the way, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be fine. It shouldn't affect the podcast at all. I'm the same guy. You don't, you can never tell that I'm drunk anyway. It's an internal feeling. Right? It's rare that you can tell that you're drunk, but could you tell last night that I was drunk? Uh, well, I house? didn't know that you were high, which yeah, well, would have explained a lot. Why the eating? The okay, eating and the paranoia. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so that's that. Um, I wanted to just catch you guys up and all those guys, maybe we'll find a way that we can all do it together. If you want to challenge yourself too, and we'll make it one of those, uh, one of those things that like the Tom and Bert thing, I think Ari's doing it. I think Joe's doing it. And I think Tom is doing it. I think we're all doing it. Shouldn't be challenged for, for either of them, but, uh, it will be an uphill battle for me and we're getting a pool put in. I got a podcast coming over in five minutes, Nick Thune and Brendan Walsh. And uh, and it's not October yet, so we'll head in a little booze. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, Singapore, September 9th. Perth is sold out. Sydney, September 13th. Melbourne, September 14th. And Brisbane, September 18th. I think Brisbane might be sold out too. Australia, I am fucking excited. I am so excited. That's why we're doing it in October, because there's no way I'm going to Australia and not going to booze it up with you guys. Um, after the show, for the show, it's a theater show, so whatever, same, same. Um, and then we got the DC Improv. I think there's still tickets to the early show Thursday in, in October. All I have all October is uh, um, the Chicago Improv. What are you doing? I was looking at your oh, calendar. Oh, yeah, I know, I know my dates. October Improv, uh, Chicago Improv, middle of October. Uh, I think it's the 17th, 18th, and 19th. I'm not sure. Uh, I can't see that far. And then... Uh, and then we're doing uh, Impractical Jokers Cruise. That's when I start drinking again, November 1st and out of New Orleans. I got to book a ticket to that right now. Um, so that's it. And then I'm on the tour. Go to burpurpurp.com. I'm not going to bother you with tour dates. Uh, Tom Skura added, uh, added a show. Fuck, where's my phone? Tom Skura added a show, Denver Funny Bone, or Denver Comedy Works, the day before he shoots his special. Uh, all his special tape, tapings are sold out, but he's going to be doing Comedy Works the day before, and I'm sure he's going to add a second show for that, just gearing up for his special. Doug Stanhope. This is a swap cast with Doug Stanhope. We shot, we t- t- filmed this. Um, oh, I'll tell you that at the end. Or maybe I'll tease it throughout so you have to listen to these. Um, but Doug Stanhope will be at at Empire Control in Austin, October 13th, and you will hear Doug. Oh, you know what? I'll let you listen to the podcast. Oh, and I also should, I should also tell you that if you want to see a live podcast, um, L.A. Podcast Festival, uh, a bunch of all things comedies people will be there. This is October sixth, seventh, and eighth, and I am in town, and I'm and, I, and I'm going to drive down. I, I think I'm doing one there. I'm not certain, but I think I'm doing one there. I think so. Yeah, I'm almost certain, but it, my name's not on this read. Not only will you see me, 
but you'll be there'll be a ton of great live podcasts, including WTF with Mark Marin, The Dollop, My Favorite Murder, The Jackie and Lori Show, and loads of more comedy podcasts. This is a special gathering because it's a hundred percent independent festival produced by podcasts and podcast fans. Please add your thoughts about the festival. Um, I love festivals like this. I love when you get to bounce around and see other comics and see what they're doing and you get ideas and, and you go, oh, that's cool as shit. I like what they're doing. I, I want to see. I'm so excited. So I'm going to swing down and hit this up. Go to LAPodFest.com to buy your tickets right now. It's going to be a year long. It's going to be a long year. I'm fucking dyslexic. Make sure you have some laughter scheduled into it. Don't miss us and tons other. Go to LAPodFest.com and buy your tickets now. Make sure to do that. I will be down there. And if you want to come down and say hi, please do. We are also doing a live podcast for all things comedy. Uh, I'm doing a call and sick to work show, all things comedy. Uh, October 27th, right before Sober October, Oxobert ends. Or is uh, the website they bought, uh, fatdrunkbert.com. Didn't like that one. Yeah, that's that's rude. That's Tom. It's rude. It's Tom. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? It's tough finding the best candidates. I need someone to help me on this podcast. Yes, you do. But I need someone with skill set. I need someone with an audio engineering background, someone who I can go, someone who I can trust, someone who I can look for and say, yo, we're stepping up the man cave. Let's me and you go and buy all the stuff and know that that guy knows. I want a guy like Jamie. Jamie knows so much about this shit. We talked about it yesterday and he was like blown that Ari and I do this by ourselves. That's why you use a company like ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, you can post jobs to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, 80% of employees who post jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through this site within one day. Do you work at a radio station? Are you thinking about moving to L.A.? Did you get fired from your radio station in L.A.? Do you need a job? Is money not a big issue with you? (laughs) Ah, you're my guy. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by all business of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Do you know how to run a TriCaster? Do you know what TriCaster only costs $1,000 that Jamie showed me yesterday that would totally work into this? Can you sit behind me at a desk and just chill out at 8.30 at night on Mondays? Can you have a few cocktails and not get lippy? If someone likes to join, will you not be like, um, can you pass that back here? Excellent qualifications you're listing there. Yeah. Go to ZipRecruiter and post your fucking application to be the the audio engineer to my podcast. I'm going to start looking through them this week. Thank you. Right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. I got a new pair of pants. They look good on you too. Thank you. I would have never bought these pants. No, you would not have. They don't. They're not my kind of pants. No, they are not. They are and not I, the color. You would never have bought that color. I like. I got two pairs of pants, and the, and I can't stop fucking wearing them. Nope. They're low rise. They're khakis. They're different blue khakis, and I fucking love them. Once again, I would have never purchased these. And they look good on you. 
Support for BurtCast comes from Bombfell. Bombfell, an online personal styling service for men. Bombfell is an easier way for men to get better clothes. You pay nothing when you sign up because there are no fees to work with them. You only pay for the clothes you keep. Bombfell is the only service that can make this claim. It is super fucking simple. It is straightforward as shit. It is completely flexible. Push up, delay, or skip shipments anytime. Here's how it works. Sign up. Bombfell asks about you, Tells wants to know about your size, your measurements, your style preferences, your budget limits. Then tell them what you want on your next order, like two buttons down or two button downs or a pair of jeans. <laughs> I'm the worst fucking reader. Two buttons down. <laughs> your personal stylist will put together your clothing picks and send you a preview email. I got that email and I got to be honest with you, I almost passed on the pants, but I didn't because I was like, I want to see if this really works. If I can tell them what I want and what I like and they'll send me that shit and they send it to me and I fucking love them. And they sent you like a V-neck dressy t-shirt Yeah, that was so nice like really soft and really nice cancel or change anything you don't like you have seven days to try everything on after receiving it like put it on take it out to dinner if if you didn't get laid then send it back oh god (laughs) return what you don't like and only pay for what you keep shipping is free both ways uh i did this and i really did enjoy it and i'm gonna keep using them because they're clothes i wouldn't buy for myself look when i i i will say i'm gonna whisper um, I'm going to whisper what I wear every day into the into the microphone, and then Leanne's going to whisper what I wear every day into the microphone, okay? All right, go, Leanne. What do I wear all the time? A uh, pair of lucky jeans. Yeah. Conor McGregor t-shirt. Yeah, what color is it? Or gray, any kind of gray t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, flip-flops. You got it. That's exactly what I fucking said. And a size 8 hat. And a size 8 hat. Bombfell made it awesome because I have all these different clothes that I would never bought but look good on me because I told them what I liked. Here's what you do. Bombfell is offering my listeners $20 off the f- first purchase when you visit bombfell.com slash BurtCast, that's bombfell, B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash BurtCast for $25 off. Bombfell, open and clothe. Open and clothe. That'd be my, my new favorite. Open and clothe. Open and clothe. Clothe it. It works for the list. Case clothed. Case clothed. Bombfell, case clothed. The bomb fell, case closed. Uh, football season's here, guys, and there's no better way to get closer to the game that you love than using DraftKings. I use DraftKings. I use DraftKings. You and I do? Fucking, oh, fuck yes. For what? To gamble. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Do they say don't say gamble in here? No, it doesn't say don't say gamble. To gamble. You gamble? Yeah. Yeah, when you do can, you gamble? Uh, so in draft, it's it's basically fantasy. it's basically fantasy football, but you draft a team. And you get a certain amount of dollars, and then those, and then you see if you if your guys win, if you're in the winners or the losers. I never have won. I've just thrown money at DraftKings until now. <laughs> <laughs> DraftKings one week fantasy football to celebrate. Da- DraftKings is hosting a one hundred thousand dollar contest this oh my Sunday. God. This fucking Sunday. Oh my that God. is the first week of football this Sunday. Totally free to enter. And if you um be, I will be entered. You will find me on this. I am definitely playing it, even though I will be in Singapore. 
And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. $1 billion? One billion? No. Fucking, do you realize that what a real? shit I would be at a, with a billion dollars? That's not real. It's real. No. With DraftKings, there are many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of your friends. I do the public ones. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you play against people in the similar skill levels. I don't do that. I go for the fucking gusto. You know me, Mickey Mantle Jean. Best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. So go to DraftKings.com right now and use the promo Burke, promo code BERTCAST to play in DraftKings free contest with $100,000 in prize money this Sunday. $100,000 in prize money this Sunday. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. That's just crazy. One, do you realize how hard that's going to be? But I'm going to roll the dice at it. I wouldn't mind a billion dollars. Oh, who would? What's the first thing we buy with a billion dollars? A pool? Uh-uh, you a new wedding ring. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe yep. that. Uh, this contest is totally free. Just fucking try it. I'll be in it. I'll be doing it. DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility? 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 Eligibility. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You know what to do, guys. Go to DraftKings.com and use promo code BERTCAST. All right, that's it with reads. Thank you so much to my sponsors. I appreciate you guys, um, your commitment to Bur- Sparkle Motion. Um, this podcast that you're about to listen to, that's not a bad read. That's 15 minutes. I know people get pissed when they're 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, this podcast you're about to do, listen to was me and Doug Stanhope and and the whole Bisbee crew. Um, Chad Shank is the other voice you'll hear and Wendy. Wendy is Wendy Curtis is the owner of Comedy Works Denver. She is the female you were here. Uh, she's on channel uh, four. And by the way, I did my best to make the audio good. There was an uh, uh, there was a, a water fountain in the background, and Doug liked the ambient noise. And uh, but at times it would overwhelm one of the mics, so I'd pulled it out. And uh, so you're welcome. By the way, this podcast is so good. I went through and listened to the whole thing and pulled out all the ambient noise that was distracting in it. So if you do hear it every now and then, just realize I did my best. I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a solid kid. Um, so, uh, it was me, Doug Stanhope, Chaz Shank, Greg Shaley, and Wendy Curtis. And they're, Shaley is the, is, is Doug's kind of tour manager. And if you don't know, if you've never listened to Doug's podcast, he's the one with a higher pitch voice, the one with the, uh, the uh, hey, son, time for you to get out of the foxhole voice is Chad Shank. He's got the grizzled one. And then Wendy is the female. She's the only female. And you'll hear people in the background. We were grilling. We were cooking. So it's, 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 it was very interactive. People were coming in and out. But uh, it's mostly me and Doug, and we are talking about the the bet we just made on Rogan. I had just found out that day that I would be making this bet. Uh and Doug it was ex- super excited because he thinks he needs a month off. Look, we all need a fucking month off every now and then. Uh, we were talking about, I was talking to Leanne about this last night. And I've, I've gone pretty hard since I was 25, 22 really, since I got involved with the Russian Mafia. And, uh, and we all need a break. And I've taken breaks in the past. And I just have been so excited with, this, with, with stand-up lately that I just have been like, no breaks. No breaks at all. I, I've been pushing myself beyond my limits. Um, and uh, and it's going to be nice. October is going to be nice. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be. We might, I might do a daily podcast that I release daily and let you guys know. Like, but but Doug, if he, Doug does this, he's going to do the Tin Can Rehab again. And it was one of my favorite podcasts I've ever fucking listened to. He did thirty days in the hole in uh, in 
And we talk about it on here. So enjoy the podcast. Oh, if you don't know, Doug Stanhope's a stand-up comedian, and he's in Austin October 13th. Um, enjoy the podcast, guys. I love you with all my heart. Have a great week. This is Bill, you want to sit next to me? Chili, you want to sit next to me and just look at it? Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. We're recording right now, by the way. This is right, And this on. is what I love about my podcast is that I love the authenticity of when it starts. Do you like that? You guys are connoisseurs of my podcast, correct? Well, yeah, we are. Well, you start with the – yeah, you, you, you start – you do an intro to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do that. Doug, do- Doug loves that, though. I never listen to my podcast because Ch- Chaley edits them. But what yeah. we do is we s- start record right away, and then at what whatever point, like your podcast is. But you guys have a lot more uh, l- like legwork behind your podcast. Like you guys do breaks, and then you take a break. I just have to. I'm all by myself, so I just do mine straight. What do you think of the level, Shelly? Well, a lot of our breaks are talking. fake. Like Shelly <laughs> goes, "Oh yeah, we we were supposed to do a read on this one." So then we do a fake break. Okay, Chaley says, okay, say, uh, oh, we'll be right back. And then we can put the read that we did two days later into it. And then we got to get on a regular schedule. Look at Chaley's just so working it. I need someone. Uh, uh, Bert. Chad. You Bert. need Chad to no, talk. No, Bert, talk. I'm talking right now. Oh, you're number two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I'll check it out. Okay. Okay, yeah, you need to be up more than what you had. Okay, Chad, give me a level. So those breaks are fake? Because I peed during those. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in those breaks. Oh, no, we have real breaks, but... <laughs> Sometimes we actually fake a break when it. I this use, is so many things. Chaley overworks our podcast so much. Your I podcast sounds great. By the way, I love pod calling. Uh, do you like it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just listening to that on the plane here to see what you guys were talking about, and uh, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, pod calling's great. Well, I thought it would be annoying after I. I, I never thought that how many people on Twitter, like one person, is all it takes. Yeah. But then you're going to get this same repeated tweet. Hey, Doug Stanhope's pod calling you. Like, I, I can imagine Mad Flavor going, <laughs> what is with all these Oh, tweets? Joey's the last guy you want to pod call. Yeah. Because he'll be like, Doug, what the hell? What's going on? <sighs> like, you know what we did? Joey and I were on Joey's podcast and got probably, I didn't eat edibles, but probably the highest I've ever been around a human being. And we started telling a story about Ralphie May. By the way, this is not a pod call, so no one tell Ralphie about this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can you just keep this away from Ralphie? <laughs> One time he Did came you... into my podcast with Joey and he fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> then, Wait, who did? Ralphie, Ralphie or Joey? Ralphie. Both of them at different times. But Ralphie. Working shifts. <laughs> That's a lot of sleep at Dude, me in one room. My favorite is jo- when Ralphie falls asleep. Because Joey's in the middle of telling a story. Ralphie falls asleep. And Joey's still telling a story. He's like, going, look at me going, the fuck? Like, but he's still telling his story. And then Ralphie got up. And and fell on one of Isla's one of the girls' chairs and just destroyed it. And, but Joey told the story wrong. But I wasn't going to correct him. And he was like, "Yeah, he fell in a fucking dollhouse and demolished it." And so I was like, "Yeah." Like so Godzilla? then Ralphie, yeah, Ralphie texts me. He's like, "Dude, do I owe you a dollhouse?" <laughs> oh, oh. Wendy, do you play Ralphie? Yeah. We're at right now. We're at Wendy's house. Uh, Wendy, Wendy owns Wendy Curtis. She owns the Comedy Works. So, 
So, Wendy, let's let's start with the idea. Why do you hate me so much? There we go. I don't hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. It breaks my heart to think that you think that I hate you. I, don't, I, think, well, I, think Wendy, I don't even know if I actually met you. I thought the only time I worked the Comedy Works, I thought you were out of town. I don't was even I, remember. It was so long ago. Well, yeah, I don't think you were there. That's why you wouldn't remember. Right. So then or how could I you? might have been there you? the first night. I think you were there the first night and not for the rest of the week. I remember you had some, like, retired cop that worked security. And yeah. I, it was the last night, and I, I, I flicked him some shit just jokingly. And he goes, he stopped me at the end of the show after everyone's gone and said, don't you ever make me look... Put me in that position again, and it was just wow. so minor. Right. I just uh, I, no sense of humor. I never got booked back, so I assumed you hated me. Well, and you know, there, it could be such that for whatever reason you didn't get booked back, but then it happens that um, I sucked too. I didn't have a good week. I don't know about that, but but obviously you have a name, and I, because. I thought that you were just doing small theaters and rock and roll clubs and things like that. Oh no, back then uh, I, I was I was I was pretty weak. I, 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 what year is this? I was oh, a strong was a horse in a ago. weak field. But here, I don't know if you still do it. Comedy Works has always like uh, rotated out like local headliners as your opening act. So right, and <gasps> so it's a different guy every night, every show. You don't know who you're following, and I didn't have the chops to, you know. Deal with all right. This guy just blew it away in a different way than the guy on the yeah. first show blew it away. And how do I? All my adapt? all my all my hosts this weekend all fucking destroyed. And I was like, and I I was watching Frank Castillo was going up after him, and he'd come in the green room. He goes, "They're fucking lighting it on fire out there." <laughs> yeah. So wait. So what? So did you know Joey Diaz? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Way back when, Thoughts? when he was a new talent guy. Do you love Joey? Do you miss Joey? I love Joey now. <laughs> he was a pain in my ass back then. Wait, give me an old school Joey Diaz story. He was just Joey. That's who he was. He, he was, was always that guy. He was always that guy. See, I met Joey and Joe after when they became new people. Like, Joe, like I remember even Joey telling me, he's like, dog, you don't remember Joe when he didn't smoke weed. He was against it. Like, he used to fucking really hate weed. And then I think you, call, you told me a story about Joey where you're like, dude, there was a very different Joey than we all know right now. Uh, what would you call him, Joey? Joey Nichols? Oh, that, that was uh, that was that was mid knowing Joey. I really? met Joey on a triple gig when he oh, was a, a host, uh, like the uh, house MC at a, the Joker Broker in Boulder, Colorado. I remember it because I had a driver's license from that gig address. I lived on the road for three years, so I didn't have a fixed address. But I found out. As my license was expiring, you get it the same day in Colorado. So I just used the address of the gig, went down there, and I had a Colorado license of the place that Joey was the once-a-week triple gig. And really? the first time he came in, he, he's like, I can't stay long. I I, I got the push-me-pull-you uh, flu. I don't know which end to aim at the wastebasket and which one to <laughs> aim the at the— push-me-pull-you flu. Yeah, he's going out of both ends. It's so funny. The only Joey I know is the guy that I see at Fourth of July for the family parade with his daughter and his wife. <laughs> and there's like still a hint of the old Joey. And then like there's this mom. I don't know her name. She's like trying to be a like a Periscope superstar, I guess. And so she's on Periscope. What? Yeah, I don't know, man. 
Her it's name, the new YouTube superstar. <laughs> her name's Rice Rice Baby. She's Asian. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. And she's periscoping, and she's like, "What's up, fam?" Um, she's like, "She's like, yeah, I know. It's a little, yeah, a little heartbreaking, but uh, I have a couple cocktails in me. We're at a park. She's got her periscope up. She's got six viewers, and I said, "Hey, you want to increase your viewership?" She's like, "Yeah." And so I share it with all my fans. They start showing up. I go, hey, guys, let's look for Joey Diaz. She goes, who's Joey Diaz? <laughs> she's like, she's brand friendly for whatever brand she has. And then I bring her over to Joey Diaz, and he's sweating, and he's like, what's up, cocksucker? And, <laughs> and he takes over her periscope, and it's fucking hilarious. And then my, my daughters come up. They're like, Uncle Joey. And he's like, what's up, El Diablo? And they're like, oh, that's Isla? And, like, and this poor woman's periscope, I don't know her name. Rice Rice Baby, I think, is it. But Wendy... What does your husband do for a living? Because I don't want to believe that you can build this kind of estate off owning a comedy club. He's not I would... my husband. Wait, and talk he's... directly into the microphone. Just and he's my boyfriend, and he's only just now moving in. This is my house. Whoa. Comedy built this. Com- this is the, hom- the house that comedy built. You give so many comics that are at our age false hope that you could make money. My God, why didn't I just buy a comedy, comedy club? club? But no, no, I, you guys can make it faster than I can because I got two hundred and some employees between the two clubs and the restaurant and all that. But every comic at a certain age considers I should just get my own club. Do you know any comic that stopped and was successful making a comedy club? No, I don't know a single no. one. No, I don't. Yeah, I just I think that's such a rare thing that. That, that you've got both sides of that. I think there's some great comedians with a good business sense, but I think the minute that you start trying to blend that into a career, you're doomed. I think there's, I think there's, you're either a, a good comic or you're a shitty comic with a good business sense. I don't think you can be a good comic with a good business sense. I think, no, I think there are some good it's comics with a good business but sense. Yeah, you're <laughs> but I don't think they have any business owning a comedy club. Business of comedy, but not business of Exactly. Business. They have a yeah. good business sense. Who's the best business comic you've ever worked with? The guy that's like, hey, uh, let's increase the ticket sales to uh, $32 and uh, whatever, whatever. Well, I, think, I do <laughs> think that Rogan is a pretty sharp business person at many different levels. Yeah. Um, and I think What that, about Bill Burr? You know, I don't Be know honest. that side of him enough to know that. I love Bill Burr, though. Does I Bill like? Does Bill, Bill like? Does he look when when you give him the check at the end of the week? Does he look at it? I don't remember. Like I always wonder, like if Bill like is like I get ticket counts and I I stress about ticket counts and like I and I said something to Bill one time. He's like, dude, they sell out. And I was like, oh, there's two types of comics. There's comics that. Worry about ticket accounts and comics that don't. So, girl, by the way, stop worrying about ticket accounts. Oh, then I guess I'm a third transgendered kind of comic. Cause, uh, <laughs> Why? What are you? I don't, I don't care at all. But there's comics that don't that don't. Look at ticket counts that don't sell ticket counts. Burr sells out. Segura sells out. So they don't have to be concerned about it anymore. Yeah. I'm sure they did at one point, and you're sold out. Aren't you sold out tomorrow well, night? Well, tomorrow, yeah, but we just got done this run of half shitholes in the Midwest. Like, just, yeah, I sold out 88 seats in Duluth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who cares in Duluth, right? I, I know. It's an 88-seater. I, I, I like playing some you – know, 
dank places where I, I don't feel any uh, uh, com- compulsion to. Like, it's probably uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. I, there's sometimes I like going to a shithole where I go. Hey, the onus is on them. If I do poorly here, I don't give a shit. I don't have to go back. I don't have open mic where I live. So I just go out on the road. That's and not yeah, a bad idea. You play places, they really appreciate you coming. And if they don't know you, some of these places had no fucking idea who I was. And you're, it's a 140-seater. You just get it half full. But I don't care. I'm trying to work shit out, and I have fun there. I don't care about Singapore. Well, not, not now that you can't sell a... Sold 200 Sling. seats in a 650 seater. I was going to do a video because I do videos to promote my dates, Wendy. I was going to do a video and go, hey, guys, this video is for just those people who bought tickets. I want to thank you, and I need you each to bring three more friends to my show. <laughs> <laughs> if you're finding out that I'm playing Singapore, this video isn't for you. This is for people who already know I'm there. Uh, yeah. I was going to ask you, a, a comic... Uh, the fatal flaw in a comic trying to run a comedy club oh. would be he's going to book people he likes, not people people like. Well, who's, and, who's, and he thinks he's funny. I mean, I worked for, I, I helped these people in New York City do this club, and that was the deal. Like, are you talking about Vinnie Brand? <laughs> no, oh. it was comics. C-O-M-I-X, comics in the Meatpacking District. They opened in 2007, and they were open for Steve Hoff yeah, five I, I, years. Steve Hoffstetter. No, it no, no, it wasn't. I no. did. I did comics. It was uh, oh, comics. The comics. I did that. Yeah. Uh, Gina Savage was booking it at a time. Yeah, it had like uh, fourteen it- different bookers. But I consulted on that club, designed the club, et cetera, et cetera, for three years. But I was one of the comics that helped bury it when they. Me too. Me. I got five grand for a weekend <laughs> yeah, I get, when I wasn't I get getting three anywhere else. <laughs> but they, one of the owners, wanted to be a comic, and you know he was, you know, doing. Bringer dates at Caroline's, and he thought he was funny, and yeah, it just—it's just this weird. It's a weird vibe. It's a—it's yeah. a totally weird vibe. I, I got one. Who's a comic that you book because it's your own taste? Oh you go, yeah. I if I didn't love this, it probably wouldn't be the best business There's so decision. Many of those. I'm looking over at my team because they're some of them are I here. Team. Yeah, like, who's, who's someone? Uh, what's your name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey, you're the only you guy I haven't met yet. a gazillion yet. years ago. What's that? I remember you from a gazillion years ago downtown. Yeah, uh, I have a picture. Back when I hated him. Let's get, not get off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm curious. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah. Some, I don't know. Who would it be, Some guys? people that you like, that go, I, love... I, I just love watching this person. There's and, so many. Like, did you did you love watching Atel? Yeah. I mean, there's someone there's who doesn't a, necessarily sell out. When you could have booked someone who would have sold out, but you go, I just love this person. Well, I mean, like Atel, when he did like Skanks for the Memories, he wasn't selling out back then. Wait, he wasn't selling. I don't on, think when so. he recorded Skanks, was it? Was I don't he, think so. That, uh, Skanks is post Insomniac. No, no, no. It was no, pre, it's pre Insomniac. It's pre. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. he did another one. Right, he did another one like a year later after Skanks. At, at the club again, maybe it was two years later that he ended up not putting out. Oh, that's the oh. one I probably like the most. Oh, he has, I think he has at least three different ones he wouldn't put out. I, I know he mm-hmm. edited one for like two years and then decided not to put it out. And you really? know it's the best shit ever. Oh. 
But Sorry. he was he was brilliant to watch way back then. And and honestly, Chappelle, like years ago, twenty plus years ago, um, I worked for Montreal for a couple of summers. You know, because I knew everybody, and he was like Chappelle was like twenty two maybe or something. Yeah. In his tenth year of comedy, he was like. <laughs> And I didn't really know who he was 20-plus years ago. I hadn't seen him live, and it was just like, you might as well have dropped me in this theater with this guy in this pool of light with yeah. a stool and a microphone and an ashtray and a lot of fucking smoke. But, you know, it, that was, I mean, that was, you didn't even have to like comedy, and you knew that there was something about that guy. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Is there anyone you take credit for breaking? No. Like, no. Like internally at night, you're like, if it wasn't for me. No. Do you ever have a guy turn on you and won't work your club that you go, I booked you when you were shit. No. Now you won't work my club. You know, I feel like I've always felt like my position about all of this is simply to create a platform to, to control all of the, the elements like the bugs that we hear, like buzzing. No, this is perfect you know? ambient this is noise. Beautiful. By the way, let's yeah. uh, describe the. We're in the uh, the back pool uh, of. Uh, I don't know. It's the backyard it's a, it's a of my back- very gay home. I love it. I'm a gay man in a woman's body, and it's, it's very Bellagio meets. I don't know. Um, I'd say I'd, I'm I'm ball, I'm but not, I can still see skyscrapers right there, even though the the sound of it's not cicadas but bugs. Yeah, yeah, this very is just, loud, it's beautiful, out gurgling here. water from the pool. That and I'm the sure homeless is, people the, stay in the park across the street. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's like she laughs at him every morning, writes no, jokes about him. <laughs> do not. I take him food, and Ted do doesn't really? know. Yes. Oh, I had problems with my homeless people. Do you know people. where the ice is? Sorry, we bring our own bartender. The ice is right the first cabinet right there. So so Thanks. did you did you ever see a comic that came on the road and you're like, it's a matter of time before he's dead? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, How many times were you right? Because we have a death pool and Joby <laughs> that runs it. And tell us who's up next. death pool. Well, I mean, there's there's people, you know, now. I don't want to talk about who they are. Not local. My radar no, now. Let's not go local. What? What did you say? Did you say local? What are you saying? What is she mouthing? Does anyone know she's mouthing? Yes, yes, she's mouthing. But there's just, but yeah, there's people that you just know it's a matter of time. Todd Glass? Did you say Todd Glass? (laughs) She did. Todd Glass. (laughs) Why did he say that? Todd just came to the club the other night. Oh, how's Todd? Yeah, he's looking bad. Yeah, he's on, yeah. This is heart, I think. What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) By the way, that's not a pod call. No one calls Todd. (laughs) No, Todd, Todd was in town. There was a festival this weekend? Yeah. And so uh, Todd, uh, Todd was in town. He wanted to come by the club, but he came early. We wanted to go to dinner, and I never, I never ended up catching up with him. Did you have Geraldo in here before he died? Yeah. yeah. yeah he, was, he was one of my favorites to watch. Wow. Wow. Never saw him live, but I, I, I listened <sighs> to his disc and loved it. Amazing. Dude, he, he was just he's so got, intelligent. He's got his stories of partying. Were my favorite. St- we talked about this, did we? Yeah, we did about the time he got in the limo. Did I tell you about this? I don't. I don't remember anything. I don't remember this morning. He, he, uh, he. One of my favorite things about comics is I like. I don't know. I don't like. Uh, I'm not a fan of comics who have it all together. Like, uh, like, yeah. Give me I an like, example. Like, I'll give you an example. Say, you've known comics that have it all together, like John Mulaney. I love John Mulaney, but I'll tell you why I like John Mulaney. 
Not because of who he is today. Who he is today is like this like organized, button-down professor comic who writes his jokes in a probably in, on like a on a, a tablet, and then um, flips through the tablet before he goes on. So I'm not shitting on John Mulaney. I'm just saying that he just seems like he's got his shit together. The reason I like John Mulaney is in college he was addicted to coke and couldn't stop listening to Steely Dan. <laughs> So I go, oh, you're cool. Like, I get you got your shit together. That's cool. But you got part of the broken toys in your head. I like that. But, like, I don't like the comics that, like, like that's why I say I don't believe in biz- good businessmen, good comics. Because I, I, don't, I don't enjoy p- people who I feel like, like, one of my favorite things about Doug is when I found out Doug writes his material. <laughs> I was like, wait, I remember watching you. I remember watching you going, oh, this is all off the top of his head. And you, you were like, yeah, it might seem like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I yeah. get that. And then I was like, I was like. Oh shit! This is well crafted. Well, that's uh, I, I don't know, if, Wendy, if you ever had to deal with Rick Shapiro. Oh, I love I, Rick Shapiro. But I was—he's so good at that yeah. that I really thought, as a at that point, a seasoned professional, really thought it was all off the top of his yeah. head. And then you work with him twice, and then you see him a third time, and you go. When's the last time you really did suck a dick for heroin? And he goes, oh, like twenty years ago. And you go, yeah. You should suck a more recent dick if you're going to keep putting that into a, a bit like it's off the top. Like, I just thought of this because like, it happened this morning. I heard him on Opie and Anthony one time. Have you ever heard Rick Shapiro in here? No. I heard Have him you on heard Opie him? and Anthony one time. No, time. I don't think so. Oh. He was talking about sucking dick for heroin. And he was like, uh, and he just was, it was so conversational in a room of guys that are not cool with dudes sucking dicks. Wow. And he was, I, except for save a few, but... Um, he was like the quiet uh, ones. He was like, uh, he was like, ah, they're like, did you do it? He was like, I was so bad. Halfway, I was doing it like the game operation. I was just <laughs> trying not to just touch the sides. And halfway through, the guy's like, you're worse than my wife. I'll just do you. So I let him suck my dick. I was like, oh my god, if I had had that life experience, I mean, I don't. I guess I could get it. This guy is crazy, like, like James dick. Inman, who will be here in a little while, probably after the podcast is over. He's crazy like that, but crazy talented too, but also a schemy kind of guy. Yeah. And everyone was telling he's a New York guy, and I rarely go to New York. I hate New York, but they always told me, oh, you'll love Rick Shapiro. And he was going to do a guest set at some small you know, uh, ramshackle for a minute club I was doing bar. In New York? Yeah, in New York. And they say he's, uh, he's stuck in traffic. He's not going to be here in time for the guest set. So I went up and I said, listen, this guy that I keep hearing about said uh, he's not going to be here in time. But I'm, I'm going to start my set. And when he shows up, I'm going to put him up to do a guest set. And then I'll come back because I really want to see this guy. I heard so much about him. He went up and did an hour and 45-minute guest set Whoa. in the middle of my set. And I was <laughs> rolling. And they're like, should we give him the light? Should we give him the hook? I'm like, no. No. I was, I was calling Bingo, oh. my girlfriend, going, this guy's fucking crazy He's funny. He's hilarious. Why? He's, I, like, He's not even on my radar. And yeah, I, well, I, I don't think... That's what happened. I called David Tell after that, and he goes, "Don't buy the Kool Aid." <laughs> I when saw. I, yeah, then what? It, it, it turned into multiple problems I, after that. I used to book a club up in. <laughs> I love the way that just trickled <laughs> off. It turned into multiple problems after that. <laughs> I was I was booking a club up in Anchorage when I met Doug. Was when I booked a club up in Anchorage, and I booked it throughout the years. I just stopped in 2013 when I started working for Doug full time. I worked that club. Yes, we had fun. 
You booked me way before Wendy would book me. Yeah. <laughs> I take chances. I take chances. So I remember one time, uh, this is a while ago, we, we were at Bisbee, and I was looking for to fill a week. And Doug said, uh, book uh, Rick Shapiro. <laughs> and I said, well. Like I said, if, multiple problems. Doug says <laughs> That was him, one. We booked him, and he did the Tuesday night. And it was, a, it was almost a fire hazard with a rush to the door. I mean, he, he was, it was, it was insane. And, and on, I wasn't up there because I was with Doug on the road. And the, Duran, the, the general manager of the club, it was just a, we had three stages. This was just a fill-in just to get people in there until 10 o'clock. And then we got bands going all, all night. It's a crazy place. And he's, <laughs> he lets him go on Tuesday night. And then he goes, look, I'm going to pay you. And you can stay in the hotel room. But we're, this isn't a good fit. But paid him for the full week. Paid him for the full week and said, w- if you want to leave now, you can leave now or you can just you can you can hang out. You can. Ha- we didn't know. They'd already kicked him out of the hotel for smoking. And, I'm, and I go, why did they kick him out? And, and Duran goes, well, he was smoking. And they go, you put him in a in, in a hotel. We've got shitty band houses oh, that, that are probably used better to. that he's used to. He's like, well, no, we put him in the thing. Oh, that's a bat's on you. So you got to pay the two fifty. Or whatever, and yeah, and he goes, he goes, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll get the, I'll, I'll leave. And they paid to, to fly him out of there. It, it was a, it was a, it was a graceful exit. But honestly, it was one of those things where, where it's, it's not for there's, everyone. There's a few comics that are too much problem to book. Where you go, I know you're going to kill on stage. Yeah. He did not in this case. It wasn't his fault. First of all, it wasn't his fault. In though. Anchorage, I am legendary for Chaley when he booked it. I would say you got to book this person. Got to book this person, and I had the worst batting average in recommendation history. Martha oh. Kelly, who's brilliant from baskets, you know Martha. Right. Yeah, she oh, opened yeah. for me in the rowdiest stand-up crowd. Austin, with, so, yeah, in Austin, yeah. like seven hundred people standing, bikers up front in colors, and she walked and destroyed. And yeah. she's late. She's that's one of her things. She's always late for the gig. And really, these people are going, stand up, stand up. like I'm walking from my car right now. I couldn't find parking. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Shapiro is like, uh, he's like, imagine if, um, if, uh, what's the girl's name? Shit. By the way, this is my favorite part of a podcast. Is when you're listening to it, and someone goes, "What's the girl's name who does the voices?" Maria Bamford. Yeah, I was going to say Bamford, but when you said that, Chaley is we've Bert cast binged on this tour and over and over just at least seventeen hours of Bert cast, and I'm like, I was going to say, Chaley is. Your co-host every yeah. time we listen because he's answering those questions. <laughs> Jelly's yelling at the radio. Maria like Bamford. <laughs> if Maria Bamford did not have friends and family, that's Rick Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if she took a bent towards the homeless. Like, like, yeah, Rick is is. I've run into him a couple times. Every time he, I run into him, we have a we're like uh, Eskimo brothers because uh, we have we share a certain person. Is that like Irish twins? No, Eskimo brothers is when you. Fuck the same person. Eskimo oh. cousins, right? So when you've both fucked the same person. <laughs> but in comedy, Eskimo brothers is when the same person oh, stole I a think joke. Then from me you. and Andy oh. are inbred because we've been to Eskimo cousins. They're, a lot of they're times. Siamese twins that have been separated. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a that's a joke. I've never been able to work into a bit. 
Twins are always so cute. You ever notice that? Unless they're conjoined, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to work that into a bit. By the way, what was the the water fountain bit I told you guys about segregation? A long time ago, everyone's like, you got to tell it in your act. And I just still can't find a way to get it in my act. What? Yeah, remember? Tell us the, the joke. I do remember, but I don't remember. I don't remember joke. how I said it on the podcast, to be honest with you. I just came up with it on stage. Um, you know who I feel bad for Whoever. at the end of segregation? The guy who made water fountains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was selling them two at a time, and they just cut his business in half. Yeah, that's a bubblers, <clears throat> yeah. What kind of comedy do you like, Wendy? I like it all. I like that. Well, that's... I like it all. What did you think about my set? Let's let's di- let's let's dissect my set. You just well, did a week here, right? I just did. He did. He did three nights, three off nights: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That he sold out. Two sold nights. Them out, whatever. Uh, two shows a night. Sold them out, whatever. Nice. I don't know how you do two shows a night. That's impossible. Side, when I hear you talk can about I tell that, you, I really think if Doug can do this, I can do this. I I have. I never got the shakes before until I, the last trip to Bisbee. I was saving last, this story for you, but go ahead. I, <laughs> I've heard you tell this story. The last trip to Bisbee broke me. Broke me. This trip, I, I, it was so bad, I almost put us all in the drink going across the Mississippi. That means dead. We weren't going to go off into the, it the, was the soft shoulder. <laughs> yeah. We were going to go oh, off the bridge, a bridge crossing the Mississippi. Down. And I get uh, vertigo a little bit, but... The alcohol nerves now, and we're doing an, a 12-hour drive from Columbus to Kansas City. Oh, yeah, now it's fine. Now I'm perfect. And right. I've just done about 350 miles. Yeah, and I take over, and I'd taken Adderall and drank two cups of coffee. I oh, won't even drink caffeinated fuck. coffee now because my alcohol nerves are so bad. It was slow release. And then I get <laughs> vertigo. If I get a little bit nervous when I'm sober... I'm a lot nervous. Oh, dude, and, I can't fuck with coffee right now. And Doug doesn't drink coffee anymore. That's, so that's, I, that's, I took a, a time-release Adderall to drive 12 hours, go across the Mississippi. I'm on a bridge, even though it's a sh- short bridge. Yeah. And I started shaking so badly. I went into a panic attack where I, I, I don't know that I can <laughs> control the car. It's that bad. And then it's... Endless, like this bridge, it's not stopping. The one with and the like, grate. So, like, Chaley, even if you look Chaley, down, it's not cement. Take the wheel. I had to make Chaley take the wheel I and hope my foot in. could stay. I have oh. my headphones in because I'm I'm trying to edit a podcast to get it out, yeah. and I'm like I'm like just sitting there, and I'm I I catch his hand moving so rapidly that I'm like, what, is it? what the fuck? And I'm like, I pull the thing out, and he goes, grab the wheel. <laughs> I pull the oh. headphone thing out, and, he, and I'm like, what do you fuck? And he goes, grab the wheel. And I'm like, I'm holding it going, what the fuck is going on? And panic he's, attack. He's like, panic attack. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, should have taken dude. Xanax. It should have gone the other way. I should have gone the other way. I've been there so many mornings where I go, I should have just taken a Xanax when I woke up and been done with it. Gone right back to bed. But that fuck, that night in the rape trailer was... Hold on, hold on. In the what? Explain that. Rape trailer. In, oh, oh. Some of the, sorry. Some of the audience sorry, 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 wants sorry, to sorry. know what that is. We have, a, we have a destitute version of this. So one of the things my wife loves, and she says this all the time. It's the reason I'm here tonight. Um, by the way, i got to talk to you about this. Uh, we'll we'll this have to so gossip shit. off the air, but don't so, um, tease people and go, oh, I want to tell you. So uh, Leanne wants you to tell the girls there's no Santa. Oh, my God. Only if we videotape it. Yeah. Only yeah. if we video. I'll, I'll fly to L.A. for that. Oh, yeah. my God. Because George and Anna still believe in Santa. And, uh, She's and, like and, and, and 26 like, now, I think. <laughs> and Leanne's like, we got to tell them. Like, George is 13. And then I said, I don't, I don't want to see the look in their eyes. It's going to break my heart. 
She goes, well, maybe we'll have one of our friends like tell them. And I said, I said, I don't know who. And she, and then she goes, you know, we should just have Doug fly out and just sit him down in their room like the wolf, you know? Yeah. yeah. Light a cigarette and go, you're going to find out a lot of shit you're not going to want to hear. We're going to start with the tooth fairy. (laughs) (laughs) They believe in the tooth fairy. Oh, they believe in the tooth fairy. Georgia wrote a letter to the tooth fairy the other day going like, hey, I, I, I listen. In calligraphy. (laughs) (laughs) And so. Full grown-up teeth, believe it, too, sir. Your legs crossed. Wait, 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 wait. Can I tell this story, Chad? Oh, shit. We're still recording? Sorry, shit. I remember, Chad, I remember, so we were in Bisbee, and I remember talking to Chad, and his kids were off to the side. By the way, I'll edit this out. I won't edit this out because I don't edit things, but let me know if you really don't want me to say this, and I'll edit it out, but I don't want to. But, uh. I was. We were sitting in the in. Chad the never wants house. anything edited. We were sitting out. in the fun house, and I go, Chad, I can't believe you let your kids smoke. And his <laughs> kids are right next to him smoking cigarettes. And he goes, Yeah. And then he leans down and does a line of coke. And I go, Never mind. I can't believe I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I actually said was, Did you not see me do a bump with my kids earlier? My kids are grown hysterically. <laughs> How do our levels look? Good. Um. But what, what I was going to say, what I was going to say was that we Doug's got a, a rape trailer that is actually extremely comfortable. It's a it's a trailer. It's a fake vintage trailer, like a yeah. old. It's a Shasta, like a okay, teardrop shape, small, and we put it up there just the, for the uh, confused looks are no. not going away. He has a rape trailer, and still nobody's well, they explained call what it a rape that, trailer. We, we just had it just, up there. And so and so I spent the night I went out my wife my wife says to me at times because I don't like I have friends but I don't have any friends really like if it seems like uh like I have a hard time I don't trust people and I feel like I bother people but there's like a handful of people I really know that I'm not bothering that I like to spend Ari Shafir's one of them my wife mm-hmm. always says Ari called my wife and said hey Bert should come to Calgary with me I'm going to Stampede he needs some time around friends. Because I just work. I'll just work. And so Liam was like, you should go to Calgary with Ari. One time I was like, hey, I'm on the road. I should." I, I was thinking about swinging by Bisbee. And she's like, you should go to Bisbee and spend the weekend with Doug and, and relax. Have fun. Like, like, be able to be around someone, you know. It's like I don't have any hobbies either. And so, um, so. Hang on, we got This reminds me, we have to get into that ninety day thing. But Chaley oh, yeah. will write it down. But yeah. go, go. So, um, I don't know where I was. Rape I don't trailer. know how. I don't know how I got there though. Oh, Doug says, "Hey, let's do a live podcast." I've been on the road hard, and Leanne's like, "You know what? You're just doing one nighters in Vegas, and what? Just get on a plane, go to Vegas, and spend the weekend with Doug. Like, Tucson. take an extra day. Yeah, go to Tucson, Bisbee." And then go to Bisbee and spend like an extra day with Doug. And I was like, really? She goes, do the show, but then spend Sunday with him and then come home Monday. Like, relax. So I was like, great. I partied really hard the whole week. And then I got to Bisbee and we partied really hard. And then we woke up the next morning and I literally pillow to mouth champagne. Like it was, I got into the fun house and they were like champagne. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I started drinking champagne. We went out in the pool. We played. We did, that's where the Shaley Challenge came in. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, yeah. shit. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Oh, dude, I saw it the other day that people were doing it. It was, doing yeah, still doing it. And we've all played dead in the pool. And we have so, an above ground pool, Wendy. But yeah. It was fun as but shit. Chaley, it's got a deck. So Chaley did a naked cannonball, and Chad Shank took a perfect picture of him midair 
pull that up, show her. And then on the Twitter, they do the Chaley Challenge where they Photoshop his naked cannonball going into every different thing or coming out of every orifice. Yeah. Adorable. It was That's great. adorable, Chaley. It was Chaley. fun as shit. Everything was great until the sun set. And then the vampires came out. And I, and I, I, I went to bed too early was my mistake. And then I woke up. I woke up before the sun was up in Bisbee just shaking. Like, and Doug's like, uh, you need a smoothie? In my head, I was like, can we find a clean bottle of whiskey? Because all the bottles of whiskey were like at the very last sip of them. And I was like, I could use a cocktail. And so we had a, we had a bottle of whiskey and, and, and did a silent drive from Bisbee to Tucson. I don't think we spoke at all. Me, Doug, and Brian. And again. And then I got to the airport. Wait, who drove? You drove the whole I way. Drove? You drove the whole way. Oh, shit. And then got yeah. to the airport. Go in. I take a shit, I come out to the bar, and I and they're like, you don't look good. And I go, I just shit blood. And Doug starts laughing hysterically, and he goes, or was it beets that I put in the smoothie? <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I was like, I totally thought I shit blood. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. But I don't know where this was going. Oh, shakes. The booze shakes. Oh, the, the booze, booze shakes. I, that was... I. It was so bad that I, I got I, I called Doctor Drew, and you're the one who told me you actually talked to Doctor Drew about shit. Oh, all the time I talk to him about it. I'm so talking I, to him. I talk to. Uh, go ahead, I'll, and then I'll parallel into what. We, we, I, yeah. I just I, I actually I emailed him, but I've talked to him. I had uh, some other issues Can I get a cocktail, that weren't please? about me. That I actually reached out because you told me you talked to him. Yeah, I, I always uh, call him. I rep, I ruptured a tussle. He has been him. such. Uh, an asset and an ally, Dude, and he's, he's the best. And, but I, like I, I, I have I have a, a, a book coming out that I write about how I shit on him, and he brought me on his podcast yeah. because of it, and it's unrelated. But I went back and listened to the bit that I did about him. Yeah, that's like three specials ago, and it's probably the most vicious personal attack I've ever made on anyone. Oh wait! I would agree with that. I when I listened to it, like, oh shit! Like this guy, I've been talking to about other problems, and I didn't. I knew I shit on him, but I didn't know how. Like I imagined his death and like oh. the most brutal ways, and how he should be. Look killed. at Wendy just shaking her head. Do you think maybe he hasn't listened to it either? Hang on. When this started, you looked at when it, when I was talking about having the shakes that bad. You looked yeah. at Wendy, and Wendy has his story. No. What's your story, Wendy? I don't have any story, but I love Dr. Drew. I love him. You can't, you can't you don't imagine. You do booze him. at all, Wendy? Um, yeah, I do. Like, you know. Yeah, but when I do, it's like a half a bottle of tequila. You but it's had not- a look of recognition where you know the story about someone else when someone started talking about the show. Is that, is that well, again? He, the- yeah, it's the. Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I want to be a part the, of this. No. Wait, just can, can you just tell me what you're saying? Okay. I'll tell you later when we're. When we're not recording. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. Um, uh, so wait. So, so, so today I text Runner's World did an article on me. On you? Thanks, you, Wendy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you and run? I'm on the cover of High Times Magazine. <laughs> I apologize. This I, month, I, I don't smoke I moved weed. The, <laughs> I moved the mic away from me before I said what? And I'm on the cover so, yeah, of High Times and you're in Runner's World. <laughs> 
He's in Runner's World, and I'm on the cover of High Times. I don't oh. smoke, and he don't run. And so, oh, you do run. I do. I run. I get on the treadmill. I don't like. I'm not that big of a. But I just get on the treadmill. I try to do like That's walking. Yeah, try, yeah, I walk a lot, but I run at times. And, I walk uh, really fast. And so, I sent an e because I I talk about Rogan, Tom, and Ari in this article. So I sent them a link, and uh, if you're listening to this right now, you've already heard the episode. So you already know what's going on. I don't know what's going on yet because this is this is taped Thursday, and I'm going to release it next week. But what would you? I'm doing Rogan Monday to talk about the bet, and then I said, "Hey guys, who wants to challenge me in a marathon?" And then Seguro's Ari's like, "I go, who wants to make a bet?" And Ari said, "I'll make a bet you'll be dead before 57." And I was like, Ugh. And then Rogan's you can like, do that at uh, Doug Stand Up Celebrity Death Pool. Where's Joby? I'm sorry, I'm plugging. The- and then and then Rogan was like, "No, no, I don't need Rogan was like, uh, "This is fake news. You're not in shape." And then I was like, "I'm in great shape." And then Rogan's like, "I'll make a bet you can't drink for 90 days." All right, for my listeners, yeah. if you don't listen to the Burt Kreischer podcast, him and Tom Segura have a running thing, who's fat, and they try to fat shame each other into shape, and then they were talking about doing some kind of decathlon. or we did, Yeah, we did a bet at one point. We did a bet of who could lose the most weight. Tom won, I lost, and I lost my beard in the bet. And then and then, Joe's like, let's do another bet. He went, let's do another bet. And I, but we couldn't find anything that was really authentic, you know? Like a bet should be authentic. It shouldn't be like forced because then no one really has stakes in it. So Joe was like, "I, you, I bet you can't drink for ninety days." I was like, "I can do that easy as fuck." And he was like, "No, you can't." What, what, what's the what's the wager? That is what we're figuring out Monday. Right. I did this once with Henry Phillips. We're, we're both hard smokers, and I bet him. Uh, all right, we're going to do thirty days. Whoever loses, uh, if, if you smoke before 30 days is up, you, the first one to smoke owes the other guy $500, which back then was a week's pay as yeah. a feature act. Yeah. Uh, and he smoked, and he, like, he really needed the money. Yeah. And so I waited till two minutes before midnight of 30 days because we were working Minneapolis together, and I just lit up a cigarette. I go, all right, we're even because I couldn't I've, take his money. I've already thought of that. Because, first of all, I don't, like, I'm being dead serious when I say this. I don't want to quit drinking in that I love booze. I love what booze does to my head. I love being buzzed. I love it. I fucking love it. Now, granted, I should, I mean, I probably drink too much. But, and I definitely think I quit drinking for 90 days. It's not a problem. But there are these parts of your brain where you go, oh, wait, I, I can't do that. I'm doing the Impractical Joker's Cruise. That's that's why I, when you told me about the ninety yeah. day thing, I said save it for the podcast because when I I don't want to quit drinking. You were talking about this on your podcast a few weeks ago about that that guy that tried to sober up at thirty nine, the actor from some vampire show, black guy that died. He he was oh shit. alcoholic and he sweet was, sweet. That's what Joe texted me. Is he was like, hey man. Like, you should... But by the way, hold on. I'm not that bad. I can stop drinking. I'm not going to have a stroke. And, like, like that. that's what he was like. You should check check out Amy Winehouse. When she stopped drinking, she died. And I was like, how much do you guys think I drink? <laughs> like, like, I, I mean, know yes, how I got much drunk I twice drink. today. But, like, <laughs> like and, and, and definitely I have a program. 
like when I when I don't drink, I I definitely like when I'm when we do start, we work our way to unassisted sleeps in our house. So like unassisted sleeps when you go to bed without drugs or alcohol, and so uh, like and we have a it Xanax happens night, after three days a sleeping pill and then like like a Xanax for the first night, sleeping pill the next night over the then, counter. No, 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 no. Well, when you say sleeping pill, yeah. I do a Xanax. I'll do a OTC Somonex, completely underrated. Somonex, just over-the-counter really? shit. Yeah, that does a Xanax job if you're only using it to sleep. Really? Andy and I have been doing yeah. the Yeah. Uh, Somonex is a double dose of Benadryl. Is right. it really? That's, yeah, I looked it up. It's just, a, it's just a, a two times Benadryl. But, yeah, we got to find out what the wagers are, what the stakes are. Well, if death is the stake. First of all, like, I can't imagine, like, I've quit drinking before. Do you know how much you drink in a night? Yeah. I see. I wouldn't have no idea. I Half guess between 12 and 20 drinks. Uh, I know for a fact that I think that Unless six Tracy's drinks, pouring them, then it's more. I think that six drinks is nothing. By the way, this yeah. is, by the way, don't, this is not pod calling back to me. Like, I don't need this coming back to me and being like, God, Bert, I'm being honest right now, but like. Like if I did a show, if I did last night, and I, I'll have a drink for a show, and I won't even finish it. I'd never drink on stage. That's the other part. Is like we heard you I'm talking like a, about I'm this, and I go, I t- I, it's six drinks, and then I'm good to go on stage. Oh no, I see. I don't even. That's the the, the elusive part of my career. Is everyone thinks I'm this big boozer comic, but when I perform, I am stone fucking sober. I bring a drink. Mackenzie, you can attest. Mackenzie, come over here, and will you just tell him how I drink? Because no one's ever going to believe me because they think I'm lying. Here, this is Mackenzie. She uh, works over at Comedy Works. She's been with me all week. And the mic is very short, so. I mean, you had maybe three cocktails through two shows. Maybe three. Yeah. And that's generous. I get a cocktail for the first show. And I definitely, by the way, both Monday and Tuesday, I, I drank that cocktail in the first show because I was losing my mind and I, my voice was shit. And then I'll have a drink on the next show, and then I'll have drinks throughout the night. But for me to have six drinks, I don't count that as drinking. Like I go, like if I have, like if I have six drinks, I go. That was a light night. I'm going to bed. I'm being healthy, which is probably super unhealthy. But, but like, but like, you go to doctors. I go to the doctor every year. Every never. Year. And never by the way, I always time it on times when I'm not drinking, which is a cheat. <laughs> Who was I with? Who was I with? Who was I fucking with? Oh, this will make the story Wait, so much better. Wait, you go to doctors with someone else? Oh, it's with Bill Burr. Oh, okay. And I go, uh, we're at the store one night, and he and I go, he goes, hey, uh, like Bill's not a big boozer, but when I, oddly enough, when I'm around him, he likes to have a cocktail. I don't, and I don't know why. I don't, but, but like he's like he's like. Uh, Sometimes I think he's lying. <laughs> Sometimes when I would listen to Bill Burr say, yeah, 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 I get a little buzzed. I have a few. I have a few Budweiser's. You yeah. go, yeah, how many's a few? <laughs> he puts I like back. to have a few drinks. Have Bill- you ever gotten drunk with Bill? No. I tried <gasps> oh, to one night. I'm going to plan, when I get this 90 days up, I don't I'm going to think- plan the perfect drinking night where we all go do Rogan's podcast. It's me, you, Burr. All, like we do like a six person podcast, but we all get fucking hammered. So I think we did that. Yeah, I think we did that at the end of the world party, but I don't remember. It's the best podcast, the best podcast I've ever been a part we of. We gotta we gotta redo it somehow. So Bill says to me, he goes, uh, "I don't know what I was telling about in this story." Oh, you don't, oh you're so, drinking. So we're about to we're about to go drink, and he's like, "Hey, let's go have a let's go get a little nip, something, little something." And I go, oh, "I can't. I'm." Uh, I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I want to be healthy for my doctor's appointment. And he looks at me and goes, 
hey, that's not how it fucking works. <laughs> you go in hot to your doctor. <laughs> you don't go to your doctor all fucking warmed it's up. It's not ready. like eating Oreos before you go to the dentist. <laughs> uh, Is that Stephen Wright? Is that Stephen Wright? No, I, 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 Is that Oreos before you go to the no, no, I remember it was some kid we had to take to the dentist when we were some oh. default babysitters for some oh. teenage pregnancy kid uh, when I was a, and we tried to get him to eat Oreos before we had to take him to the dentist. Oh. We are like 15-year-old babysitters for some if, chick. If I did, if I did 90 days without drinking, I'd be, in, I'd be skinny as fuck, for one. Rogan used to tell me that in the man show days when I was skinny as fuck, except oh. for the... Same bloat. I still have the skinny chest, but the belly's just getting bigger. You know, if you didn't drink, you know the calories in that, and you, you, you'd be in good shape. I think I think Rogan had. I, I'm being serious when I say this, and I'm, I'm realizing I'll probably have a conversation with him about this already. But I think he has a real distaste for booze. Like, I, like he does drink, but he doesn't. I don't think he likes. I don't think he likes the way I drink. Genuinely. Yeah. I, and I have a distaste for people who don't drink well. <laughs> well. He every time I've seen him in the last few years, I remember him. No, I drink now, and he's drinking Jack. I think. Yeah. He, he I've had so many drinks with that guy, and he's, it's not who he is. He's not like a he's not like a teetotaler at all. And by the way, on the bet, I can smoke weed. Let's get back to that. Sorry. Just, we're, so, we're so do you still think map. you'll lose weight? I just can I tell you. I just wish weed did to me what alcohol does. Because I don't, I, I mean, I like weed, but only when I've been drinking. Like, I don't, I don't like, like, alcohol shuts my brain off, and I love that. Yeah. Weed turns my brain on, and I'm like, man, I don't know for friends. Like, it turns my brain on to everybody hates me and wishes I wasn't here. Yeah. Which but, is a, but can a I common you, refrain. Joe but, says that's your... Ego self-destructing itself. You need to do that so that you lose your ego. And I was like, I don't know. I- Wait, that's not just true? <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms, oh. that's so hard for me to do. Really? Yeah, I, I haven't done, I haven't tripped in so long. Yeah, I, I don't want to do them. It's such a process. I, I've said a, a million, it's the exercise of of narcotics where you got to work out like it's yeah. going to take a while you're going to fucking deal with shit and it, the opposite of boozing where you go ah let's have some drinks and the morning you go I'm never going to drink again mushrooms you start out I don't know I don't want to do this at all <laughs> oh shit and then you wake up going I got to do that more often it's exercise yeah I can do I can do but, drugs during this thing but I can't drink booze Wait, what know. drugs? I can do anything. Any drugs. Well, you haven't made the rules yet. Yeah, they haven't made the rules yet, but I'm sure I can do coke. <laughs> I, don't, I thought I mean, you didn't I like, do coke. I, I like coke. I just don't. I love occasional coke medicinally. For this podcast, I would do a bump, and I wouldn't want any I'd do a bump. Yeah, but I wouldn't want any more. I wouldn't be My problem is tomorrow, tomorrow I would regret it so fucking yeah. much. Yeah. I'd be dead. I'd be dead inside I'd the be airport. asking Wendy Curtis, watch me, Jack. Watch me, Jack. He's asleep. Watch me, Jack. He's asleep. Watch me, Jack. Good Lord. You guys have a whole different relationship with drugs than I do. I'm when just talking about drugs, the, huh? Mm-mm. Awkward things. Do you ever do drugs? No. 
I How long has the Comedy Works been open? 36 years. 36 years? 36 years um, in a couple weeks. All right. What's the comedian that has uh, the most tenure that's... You booked that still works Ooh, there good now. Question, Doug. Hey, can I light a cigar without kill you, Wendy? No, that's fine. Um, I don't know. That's There's right. a she lot. She just won't pay the opener tomorrow, so she can steam clean the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, I don't. We why don't, did you I hate never, Doug? Don't you love his brilliance? I don't. I have never steam cleaned. You never the paid umbrella. an opener. You never <laughs> paid an opener. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Oh. This is like a little bit of my dream come true. I've said this, by the way. Uh, I listened. I was listening to your podcast today, and I, I was and I, I listen to podcasts uh, to relax, and they put me to sleep oddly enough because I feel like my friends are in the other room. And so, well, mine came on after, and I heard me talking about you, and I did not realize how much I bring you up on the podcast. I don't realize <laughs> that, and but like I said, I said something that I really was embarrassed about because I was like, oh, Doug's heard this. But I have to. I have to note it right now. So, like, I am. I will say this. I am genuinely friends with Doug. I talk to him. I text him. You I, are my uh, newest friend. Like uh, someone, I feel like uh, 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 this actual friendship. And, and yeah, and so, but I am a genuine fan of his. Before I was a friend of his, um, I do not know where the story is going. Neither anyway, do I. Anyway, anyway. Um, Oh, I heard. Oh, so I heard him on the podcast, and I said, "Like, don't ever think that I'm with him. I'm not stealing little private fan moments." That I and that was one of them. When you were like, "I have to campaign an opener so I can steam clean this umbrella," <laughs> like those are great. Like when you're like, I always say this because like Atel came to my house to do a podcast. Like I am, dude. He oh, the chickens were aggressive, and he one of my favorite Atel lines ever. Is uh, when he's like, uh, I can't believe these women are drinking whiskey with Diet Coke. Diet Coke? I don't. I, 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 whatever, whatever. The line goes, I'm looking for the kind of woman that goes outside and starts yelling the N word at an eclipse. <laughs> 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 like, I just, like those things, when, man, that podcast, by the way, the video's up, but if you see me and Segura, because Segura is. And by the way, don't pod call Tom on this, but like Segura is a legit, like to the point where, where he was doing Atel's pacing when he was young. Like he was doing his pacing and his timing. He, we loved him that much. It's infectious. It's infectious. Yeah. And yeah. when, when, when Segura says something and, he, and Atel goes, Jesus, make eye contact if you're going to talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Andy and I, Andy left too. But uh, Andy Andrist is here uh, with me. He's uh, on the road with me. But Andy would Curiously get shit quiet. where they go, oh, he's just trying to be Stanhope. I go, no, Andy and I have been friends for 20 years. And you, just like a tough crowd, all those yeah. guys kind of got the similar, you know, fucking your chinless zero. You're a zilch. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, Andy and I, I'm stealing more from Andy than he's stealing from me because He's naturally funnier. <laughs> but don't just, you think that's kind of common? Have you know? I I feel like there's, like there's, whomever like the one of the hottest 
the couple of the hottest comics are that the younger comics do kind of take on their rhythm, their timing a little bit. And, that, you know, uh, you see a little bit of that. Definitely happens. When I started, I was inspired by Dice Clay, and mm-hmm. I tried to not sound like like Dice Clay, and I sounded like Dice Clay. Uh, but, but when it's friends... Now you have to deal with this. Oh, the comedy I would love to police! Pick up, I would love to pick up some of your fucking inflections. I would, dude. When like one of the things I I when I'm working on my new hour, one of the things I love about what you do, Doug, and I wish I had more of this. I have it. I have it in one part of my act right now. Um, is Burr has this a tad bit too. Is you guys like when you talked about ISIS and you're like I'm working this corner, like it's such a great line that it's it's not you know it's, it's not funny in the sense that if you pulled it out and put it gave it to somebody they wouldn't think it's funny but put in context of that story it's so great and like I have one in my act right now that I go like I've been really dissecting how comedy works and like w- what. No, not you. But I'm uh, coming out to see you, by the way, uh, before you film your special, because you keep saying, "Hey, I need feedback." Uh, I'm gonna, don't. I'm gonna just. I was gonna come to Singapore, but it we're didn't too work far. Out. I think we're too far gone, Doug. No, like, I'm, there's I'm, no I'm, fixing it now. So if you don't like it, I'm just gonna do. Well, a bad you're not special. taping it till February. February. Yeah. yeah. So well, I'm gonna. Be, no, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to be sober for fucking ninety days. If, if you need somebody to bring Jesus, to Singapore, he needs, he needs him to bring three people to Singapore. So if you're gonna go there, we'll go along. <laughs> I, I did five months oh. sober uh, off did? of everything after it's my Andy second Andrews Dewey. <laughs> after my second oh, yeah. Dewey charge, court appointed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it, I did do do the time, and it, it sucked. But I uh, plugged away at it. Kept trying. Weren't you like <laughs> online, like finding other things? You like choked yeah. down some like spirulina or Kratom, something. Kratom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah I needed Kratom. To get I heard Kratom's sober. great. Yeah. You learn what what you can and can't do uh, drug wise. Like I could do coke on Monday and then still get through. But you know, yeah, yeah. Piss test was a random thing, so you had to have no weed, which was a tough one. Anyway, I'm going to go back and get a drink. Wait, we didn't never get the answer. Yeah, Wendy, what was the answer? What was the question? What was the question? The question was the the comic that you that still works for you oh, though, for the longest amount of time. I don't know. That's a long. I don't know that. Was well, a well, lot. Who was the guy that uh, okay. did time in Chattanooga for trying to buy crack? Rick, Rick Kearns. Yeah. Is he still around? Is Matt Woods still around? Nope. No Matt Woods. Um, but yeah, Kearns is around, and um... who's the guy that you still book? The Argus Hamilton of the comedy works. How's that for an analogy? Uh, you know what? The ones that I hear from other comics are the Roys, John Roy and Chuck Roy. No, are I don't know. Who, I don't know who here? John Roy is, and Chuck Roy. No, doesn't work for us. And but like, I mean, like one of the oldest ones that I can think of might be George Lopez. Honestly, yeah. he still works my club. And he started in the kitchens? No. <laughs> that's not funny, Bert. <laughs> is it okay to pee in the pool if you're not in it? No, you can't pee in the well, pool. Right. <laughs> what are those sound masking waterfalls for? By the way, by the way, by the way we went to uh, we went to our my buddy Eric's Eric Grusen's house. 
And then someone said something about peeing in the pool, and Isla goes, I always pee in your pool. And Georgia goes, I actually wait to pee in your pool. <laughs> and he was like, what? He got so upset. Wait, so wait, who, uh, who, who have you broken? Like, what's a comic that you feel responsible for that you go, I, you know I, what? I brought this up. She won't take it. She, no, no, it's just, well, it's just that I don't, I don't feel like it's... Why are you I humble? Be, because I don't think that's my, that's not my thing in this business. My thing is... To, to present, to, to create I worked your space. club one time, and then I, I made it. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking taking responsibility for Stanhope. I just, I feel like... By the way, there's, it's, a, it's there's an email. Somebody there's does. an email about my weekend this week to all my agents and managers. So, and, so yeah, there's like... Yeah. But, but there was, uh, like... You are, you have been in this business probably successfully longer than anybody. Maybe, but I just don't Longer think. Like, than last I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Hang on, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Wendy. We have a caller. Caller, you're on the air with Bert Kreischer and Doug Stanhope on the Doug Stanhope Bert Kreischer Swapcast. No, you're you're actually on a podcast. Don't go into it. All right, I call, I'm say, I'm, I was just telling you. Yeah. You kind of broke ranks there, so yeah. All right, this is going to get aired. So, all right, I'll call you. Uh, I'll call you. I'll text you when we're done. I right, love you. Bye. So, Wendy, um, <laughs> what? Uh, did, how much of my act did you see last night? Um, I think probably I was there the last thirty minutes, but that included you know when you brought me on stage and whatever. I think. Wait, stuff raffle. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw that on a Periscope nice. uh, last yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you guys. That was fun. I caught I caught two names, not just one. I caught two. But I don't. I've never thought it was my deal to first of all to to judge like young comics. I won't. I'm never going to squash somebody and go. You know, you're not funny. You're not because uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're I, because I've seen them turn around. I've seen people that you've That's watched for two or three years. Comedians yeah. could never run a good comedy yeah, club, yeah. and suddenly it like it turns for them, and suddenly like what the hell happened? Because I think in my head that new talent kid's never this is this is ridiculous. He'll never make it, but then he turns, and so I, I would never ever. If I started the Bisbee Comedy Club and I had a, oh, it's a, a, what do you call it? Not an internship. What do you call it when you have a a long stay in Vegas? A A, a residency residency of Andy Kindler in Bisbee, Arizona. Well, no, you guys just don't understand comedy. Yeah, you'd fail miserably. So wait, so wait, so wait. Uh, Let's do a game. Doug and I are going to say the name of a comic and you just say one word. Oh God! We played that last night. I was so bad because I always have like three or she's, five words. She's not. She can't be completely honest. Okay, then then, then I'll say unless a name. we get a real. I'll say a name and I'll, you I'll be say pretty honest. you say a word and she says. Well, we a word. have to do this every time Bert and I do swap casts. We do the first time was your uh, top three comics that you'd have on a, a multi build tour with you. Then we did top three comedian podcasts. That were gets. I got you with Bill Cosby. You didn't even think of Bill God, Cosby a good one. during the rape thing. And then the last one was uh, comedian biographies, not oh. autobiographies, biographies of. And I thought like a tell, like what's he like when he's not being a tell. So we we have to have another one of those before the end of this. Yeah, we got to have one of those. Wow. Three something where I we gotta get my books like out. kickball. 
You got to get your books out. Yeah, so I can see all of them. I need like like you know I need some notes. I need my cheat. Like how notes. much people earn? No, I was. <laughs> wait, what are you saying? <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say top three comics that you want to have a podcast that don't. But I couldn't oh. think of more than one. <laughs> I couldn't think of more. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I, 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 I had a 600-mile drive here. I'm still a little shaky from. I couldn't think of more than one because you know more comics than I do. You would know if they have a. I could tell you podcasts I'd like to change. Go ahead. Bury it. I would like, uh, there's a lot of pod, like, I want to change Marin's podcast. Really? To yeah. who? I want him to bring back comics. <laughs> <laughs> I, want him to, I, want, I want him to bring back comics. I want comics to be able to go on a second and third time. I want you to go back and do Marin. I want Janine Garofalo to go back and do Marin. Like I don't, I've done I don't it twice. The second time he's kind of dismissive, but they, it, well, yeah, but that was you promoting your book, right? I think I have a lot in no, common no, no. with want, Marin want... that I think he hates me, and I think, uh, uh, I think he thinks I hate him. No, like, and, like, but we know Wendy Curtis yeah, hates both of us. That's Doug's attitude when he sees oh, Marin at the store. Yeah. They like pass each other in the hall like two animals that might attack each other, and they're just happy they get by each other. That's so funny because I am such a different. I have such a different relationship with Marin than you do, or Joe does, or like any comic. Not saying that anyone has bad relationships with him, but so many guys are, are of his age are like, yeah, I get the sweetest, softest guy. He just texted me today, and he was like, hey, I wrote a book. If you want, you know, you talk about it on your podcast. Or, or, or no, they didn't even say that. I said I'll talk about it on my podcast. He was like, uh, I want to send you a copy. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I go, hey, man, there's an open invite to do my podcast whenever. But like, I want Marin... I want Marin to bring back comics that he's already had on. That's my biggest problem with his podcast right now is that I want – and by the way, don't pod call him. But like, <laughs> like, I, and I want him to do a couple comics at a time. I want, I want it to be – like he's such a great interviewer, but there's so much shit he hasn't tapped into on so many great comics that it was just an hour interview. I want more. I want more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Since we've been binging on the Burt cast, yeah. you go, oh, an hour is not long enough. We try to keep it to an hour, and now you're kind of queering me the same way Wendy Curtis is queering me in an opening up a comedy club. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I should do the way, it the I'll way you do that. it. I'll invest in that. We'll get – yeah, we got to – we're so off the map on this. Miss hey, Wendy, can you, book can you invest in, We want to invest in a comic, uh, in a comedy club. In Bisbee, Arizona. Where, where's Bisbee, Arizona? <laughs> well, we have it's, a cave about 80 miles anything. away that you can live in. Yeah. No, no, but this is not the scenario at all. Oh, I'm buzzed. But I, 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 I'm getting drunk with you. I brought yeah. up three different subjects at once. Um, other podcasts I would change. Uh... I don't know, you know, like I only listened to three. That was not even. We're oh, trying I to, to find the top three. I was going to ask you, and can uh, I tell you? I think yours should be daily. The, the there's something. Problem. There's something about you that I don't have a problem checking with you, you daily. My favorite podcast 
run you've ever done when you when you did Tin Can Rehab. That by the way, I'm and then that brings us back to ninety days in the hole. Yeah, with you, I loved you. We that have was seven my subjects going now. My favorite when you did Tin Can Rehab, I checked in every morning with you. And every this brings morning. us back to the shakes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the ninety day bet. Oh. Bring it down to a thirty day bet, and we'll do it together. We'll swap Ooh. cast every day. You can't Ooh. take. Okay, so here's one of the things they were like, "How can we monitor you?" I was like, "Ankle bracelets." I'm going to put on an ankle bracelet. Listen, anyone who has a bet on this knows that we're not full of shit. Yeah, I'll tell you if I if I welch if I if I if I quit the bet, I'll I'll tell you I quit. Wait, but, you'd go into this bet with me? Yes, that's why when you said oh. it, I said save it for the podcast because I I <coughs> fucking emailed Doctor Drew going I have to taper down, but I don't want to fucking die like that guy did. What did he say? What did he say? He, he gave me some advice. I don't remember. I was drunk when I emailed him. By the way, I think I ran by I ran by I ran by my business paradigm of quitting drinking, which is you know Xanax, half Xanax, sleeping pill. I think I just punched it up a tad bit. But uh, and how doctor, many Xanax do you take a week? Half a milligram. Oh, never. I never take them. I'm scared of them. I'm scared of them because fucking no one's honest with how people die on Xanax. Like it's in my book, yeah. Geraldo which I should died. plug. Pre-order it. This is not fame. Geraldo. Geraldo. Oh, no, we said it at the same time. Jinx, we have to kiss. <laughs> oh, come here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, is that really what... what Geraldo he... died from Xanax, yeah. I, I have a whole piece of my new book that I, I wish that they would... When someone dies of prescription drugs, if someone dies of heroin, you never know the dosage, the amount. Right. Because it's... Who knows what you bought? Oh, my sister died of ecstasy. Well, she, no, she bought what they said was ecstasy from a, you know, a, a yeah. handoff in a club. You don't know what that is. But prescription drugs, yeah, if someone dies of prescription drugs, tell us the exact amount. Tell me the dosage. Yeah. Like Heath Ledger, uh, Ambien and Xanax. I went, okay, I've been there. Wait, tell me, which one did he take first? Like, I, I want to know the exact dosage. Like, I learned from someone... Don't ever drink and then take a Xanax. Take a Xanax then drink. I don't do I don't do them both at the same time. However, I will do like Xanax and then wait five hours and have a cocktail. That's one of my favorite buzzes in the world. By the way, I'm gonna sound like a fucking drug addict on this. <laughs> what dosage? Half a milligram. Uh, a half a uh, point five. Point five. Yeah. And then and then if I'm if I know a quarter that I'm bar drink, like if I, so so say let's just say a half I a blue from Vietnam a peach yeah yeah I spell it out in the book like this is if I come back from Vietnam and I'm and I got to do parent stuff I'll take half a milligram in the morning not the war a motorcycle trip yeah motorcycle <laughs> if you're a new listener he's not seventy years old coming back from Nam. And he needs Xanax to take the edge off my lay. <laughs> and all those goo kids, but they could have had something in their diaper. Those goo kids could have had something in their diaper. Johnny, I can't feel my legs. Johnny, I can't feel my legs. I got corrected one time. I called it shrap metal. And they go, no, it's shrapnel. Shrap metal? You call it shrapnel shrap metal? I it shrap metal. When you're trying to fit in at the VFW? <laughs> Did you ever, you know what I've been watching obsessively? Is Tracy Morgan's morning appearance where he goes, I come back from Vietnam. 
<laughs> you ever see that? No, I, but I, can, I can, after listening to Miss Pat's book, oh. where after you listen to the audio book of Miss Pat, which I learned from your podcast, we listen to it and she butchers the English language so much oh. that I call her the ask murderer. <laughs> the ask murderer. <laughs> she, she, did you listen to her audio book? Oh, it's fucking fantastic! Oh, it's be- oh, oh! See, it's I think I think fantastic. audiobooks like that are better than the book. I, at first, I was when I listened to it. I well, I couldn't figure out what she was saying. Look a house that she was saying. Liquor. I lived in a look a house. And for a long oh, time, shut like, up! Liquor house. A they, house is something that I just it was I didn't understand speakeasy. so many things in that world. So I was yeah. like, that's just one more thing that I don't understand. It was so fucking. It was one of the. Best audiobooks I've ever listened to. Oh, shut up. I was so glad that she read it herself because her story is so fucking phenomenal that if anybody else tried to read that story, just a narrator, it would never work. Well, because I I, I learned about it from Kreischer's podcast. Yeah, and then you guys told me about it. I didn't listen to the podcast. I thought, well, first I thought, I don't want to hear Miss Pat. Like, it's... And then I listen to that, and then I oh I do want to listen to this book. Dude, did you hear the and story then I she told to the about? Book. Did you hear about uh, Willie B? Not Willie B, the gorilla. She she told a story to Leanne that Leanne and her man I'm gonna fuck this up. There's a gorilla named after the <laughs> named after the. I think I think it was there. You work on this. Let me finish my <laughs> sentence. You think about that. Miss Pat, she for the first maybe twenty minutes, you like cause she said on Kreischer's podcast, I, I no, I didn't write it. I told someone and they tape recorded I don't fucking read it right and I like the audiobook is gonna suck if she has to read it and at first it's clunky and you realize she's having a hard time. We did this. Chad Shank uh, my audio book, my first book, Chad Shank, we traded chapters where Chad has the golden pipes and I, I suck at reading. So Miss Pat, I'm like, I don't, I think I'd rather just read the book than listen to. But when she gets into that dialect and the axe, and then I ask that man, but then it's clunky reading, but then she gets into it. It's once you get into it, it's kind of like uh, Irvine Welsh, if you ever read uh, Irvine Welsh, where he reads and... <laughs> All right, I'm fucking... I was waiting for you to I get say your that, point. I say that uh, when I did my audiobook, it took 15 hours for me to get through it. It's a five-hour audiobook. It took me 15 hours. And they kept in... Oh, it took us way longer than that. They kept in so all the fuck-ups of me going, Motherfucker! I can't even fucking... Who fucking wrote this? And oh, then you do oh, that? Uh, and then they kept it all in. I ripped pages out. I'm like, fuck, I'm taking my pants off. Mm-hmm. And I laugh at parts. I do impressions. Like, I did a... I, have a, I, dated, a, I dated a girl with uh, cerebral palsy. But I didn't know she had cerebral palsy. I was drinking a lot at the time. And so... Uh, I thought she, I don't know why I'm telling Wendy this, but uh, I, I, we were just so hammered. My buddies were like, "You should take her out in the day." And then I, I and Patrice was the one that found out she had cerebral palsy, and I did a, an impression of Patrice on the on the book. I was like, "He's like, damn, Bert, what's wrong with that girl's arm?" <laughs> like, <laughs> so in my audiobook, it's so I don't make any money from my audiobook, so I'm definitely not promoting it. But uh, I got done. You should have gone with Audible. At Audible, 
<laughs> the best was uh, the guy, the guy who did my audiobook, the engineer, was like, uh, hey, uh, it was a rough one. And I was like, oh, when we got done, I go, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, man. And he was like, well, it wasn't as bad as Tracy Morgan's. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I go, how was Tracy Morgan's? He goes, I'm not certain he can read. Oh, shit. <laughs> Apparently, Tracy Morgan just got, got, all, got the book and he was like, fuck, let me just tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> And just, and just threw it off to the side and just talked. We did a lot of that. We did a lot of that on our audiobook. I, I didn't know that I could read audiobooks and to stand up. You want to read my audiobook? And I'd just be retarded to not say yes. So I said yes. Yeah. And uh, halfway through it, the, the producer that was with us, we're outside taking a break, and he goes, Man, thank you. This would be taking so much longer if you were here. <laughs> oh, I can't read for shit. I can't I, read out loud at all. No, I, I can't read it out loud. Well, I was dyslexic, but she can't read out loud at all either. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know what dyslexic means. But after I wrote the book, I go, I'm probably that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think that's I think most comics probably have a hint of dyslexia. Hence, they like talking. Their ideas better out. I can read. I can read pretty good. Uh, if you, if you need any voiceover work, you can email me at audioshank at iCloud. Uh, or uh, look me up on uh, voice. Yeah, he's doing voiceover now. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. Let's do a little reel real quick. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a? Do you have a, anything you have to uh, sponsors? No, so you don't have front. to clog up the first twenty-one minutes of your fucking podcast with it. Dude, I really do love Blue Apron. <laughs> I know that you guys were shitting on me. Oh, that's what I was going to get back to. One of the 17 topics I've brought up. That was one of the top three I was going to do with you tonight. Top three sponsors yeah. you wish you had. Like people, Ooh. businesses, even a... Like, oh, number we one. We just got a, a sports book one, finally. Where I, I had Brian I... shopping for a sports book. So we get a sports book. I'm in. I'm in. I know online. who I want. Hey, Doug, do you mean someone like uh, proflowers.com or maybe uh, movement watches? Pro yeah, hey, we're all, hey, we're all yep. where's watches? your movement watch, Bert Kreischer? Oh, I guess you're not in the Wait. gang. <laughs> Wait, what's a movement watch? Well, you're going you're gonna to have to find out when yeah, they contact you. Why don't Wait. you just ogle mine? Wait, what are movement watches? They're just By the way, they're getting a free plug on my podcast. Oogle. All right, so. Not Oogle. Bert. Bert. I am buzzed. Bert. Three. Bert. I don't know if that was a real word. Three types of businesses you wish you could. I've already got it. Sponsor. I've got it. You got it already. I want uh, I want Mercedes. <laughs> here's, here's, my, here's my pitch. Mercedes, if you're listening. I'll take BMW also. I'll also take Lincoln. Ah, see, you already ruined the pitch. I want a car sponsor, but it's a luxury sedan. Tesla. And I want to do my I want to do my reads in the car. I want to hear I want you to hear the the city pumping downtown LA. Shoo, door shuts. Uh, hey. uh, get the fuck out of my fuck you. Yep. I got a gun. Man, man. That was a papaya. And then I go and then I go <laughs> and then I door shuts and it's silent. Hey guys, it's Burt Kreischer. Welcome to the Burtcast. We got a brand new podcast for you. You're going to love it. Drive to my house. For the intro read. 
open the door and go, um, and then you hear my kids, Dad, they're already in the back. Uncle Doug says there's no Santa. And I'm like, <laughs> podcast starting right now. That silence was brought to you by Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz, literally the only way to drive. Right? That's one of my podcasts. Tito's. Obviously, I want Tito's. Well, you, you kind of have Tito's. No, they I, just I, I heard it bleed into one of your podcasts where they send you shit to your next They send week. me products. So it's kind of like my sacks underpants. Like, yeah. hey, I, I promoted them first, and then they send me free underpants. But they didn't actually follow through on the last. What about, the, what about Twizzlers carameled apple flavor candy? Uh, I'm going to take a hard pass on that, Wendy. (laughs) Wendy, that's what we did before we ever had sponsorship. We would be fake sponsored by things we just like. Because Sabra Hummus was, I think, the first one. I love Sabra Hummus. Oh, yeah. Uh, But uh, if you could... Well, you don't smoke. Cigarettes would be... Why can't yeah? Why can't you get a cigarette? But that's the thing. They have that ban on TV, radio, mm-hmm. print, but podcasting. This is oh. the same as I have this idea with. I've been thinking about starting smoking a lot lately. <laughs> no, but Wait, but boss. I would love to break, like, be that guy that hey, wave the thing. The lights keep coming off and on because I'm there's homeless people. It's one of those things where you go, okay, they made the law about not advertising cigarettes. You could but podcasting is a new where you could get into some kind of Larry Flint Supreme Court battle. Oh, I guarantee you. Why don't you get a sponsorship? You spoke American Spirits? Yeah, but I don't want to promote cigarettes. It's the only thing I regret in my life is starting smoking. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever quit? Terrible. I'm going to try again. That's why I quit drinking. Not to quit drinking, to quit smoking. But I don't you smoke have cigarettes, I'm gonna get you. somebody will pay me, I'll promote them. I'll get you but. in on this Rogan 90-day uh, bet, and we're going to fucking... Oh, man, you'll be health nuts. We'll be doing kettlebells, uh, you, you Doug. You missed the part where Stanhope said you had to lower it to a 30-day bet if you want him in. <laughs> well, 30 days would have to be the beginning. Like where you're not working, I can't. Well, you can't not work for ninety days. Thirty days should be enough. I can't go I'm on stage without being drunk. I haven't done it since two thousand four. I can go on stage without being drunk. My problem is I can't go to bed without being drunk. You can if you just stay up for three days. I've done this at home. You just stay up and you watch Netflix and you you have kids and shit. I don't have that. If I sit on my couch and I can't sleep, I just do stuff. Maybe fold some clothes or something. I don't have responsibilities or neighbors. Hey, just fold some clothes, man. (laughs) Just be up. I can't sleep. You don't have to sleep if you don't have to work. That's that's similar. That's what Jenny has told me before because I would try to struggle with trying to sleep, uh, 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 you know, in in a pattern, I don't know, reasonable way. Fuck do you care? You don't have a job, dumbass. Just sleep whatever and I so yeah, I do the same thing. I'll stay up and then I'll fall asleep later. But one of my favorite things in the world. If you don't know, do. the the people that are with us, uh we all live in Bisbee and we don't have jobs. Like I work when I want to, but it, it well Jenny occasionally does. Point being <laughs> here's how don't need an ankle bracelet. Okay. For thirty days. We are in a place that we don't have alcohol. We get dropped off. I have a a lot of locations where you can't get booze. 
Unless Ooh. you're going to hike nine miles down wait, the wait, 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 freeway. Wait, ready for this? Okay. Yeah. I sold this show, but I'm willing to unsell it. I apologize to the people that I sold it to. If you're like, wait, 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 I thought we were doing that. What about this? You ready for this? You always give people ideas on your show. Oh, I noticed that. You give people like, you, sh- you guys should be a podcast. This is the show you should do. So, yes, give us one. Stranded picked- and Branded. Me and Doug go to a desert island for 30 days, and we are only supported by corporate integrations. So we get there. Sponsorship. Sponsorship. First day, Wait, Lazy think- Boys. Fucking drop off 40 Lazy Boys. Yeah, we have, have talked shelter. about this. Yeah, we built shelter. Out of Lazy Boys? Out of la- yeah, we just got to repurpose Lazy Boys. Second it's day, raining. Pull out the, the footrest. Yeah. <laughs> Second day, uh, fucking Dr. Shoals. Like, yeah. we just get a ton of integrations, and that's how we live. And no booze. Strokes, probably. Love pressure How does that work with uh, with strokes? With uh, How did that guy die from booze? Not no, no. That's why, that's why I emailed Dr. Drew. Uh, I, did you talk about that? Did, talking, yeah, we, we, we started talking. Last, yeah, how, did, last how, like, how much was he drinking? I don't know. That guy will never know. Right? But I, when I emailed Dr. Drew, I told him exactly how much I think I drink. Yeah. Every day, and I, I go. I know you're going to just tell me to see a physician, and he goes, "Yeah, that's what I'm going to." I have I have to reread the email. Yeah, what he said, but yeah, yeah, go see a, a doctor. How many drinks did you say? Fifteen to twenty that's night. Good. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. I don't. I, I self pour. Uh, it, those are those are doubles or triples because it's it's not a bartender oh, making the drink. Sh- yeah. It's when you pour your listen. This, this, honestly, if I pour my own drink and I just found out Doug feels the same way, if Tracy's pouring the drinks, they're heavy. So if we're getting a double or a triple, and we're going. Oh, I just had a drink. That's not like getting a drink at Deadwood where they I pour a shot. At some point, uh, uh, maybe eight years ago now. I switched. I was a beer drinker. You yeah. know how much alcohol is in a beer. If you yeah, have yeah, yeah. 12 beers, you know you had 12 measured shots. When I self-pour, I don't fucking know. where. Uh, half of these glasses are from hotel rooms. And- glasses? I use 32-ounce styrofoam cups. <laughs> Red cups? What do you drink? <laughs> Tito's and soda. And, soda. and I do. I do. You lost I 70 a, pounds. I open a thing of LaCroix. And I fill it up with LaCroix. I pour one full LaCroix in there, and then I fill the rest up with Tito's. Is it flavored? (laughs) Hey, there's another sponsor. All right. That's my next sponsor I would want is either Canada Dry or... Schweppes. Schweppes. The glass. Small glass bottles. I love those. Vodka? Fuck a Tito's versus a Popov. It's the soda it's the water. Schweppes that makes it. Um, we're drinking Schweppes right now, I think. Yeah, we have Canada Dry in a one liter. Yeah. You get it in the small uh, 10 ounce <laughs> glass bottle. That is like that sparkly when Coca Cola burned your throat because of the bubbles. So, wait, so wait, yeah. let's talk about the how much burn. booze we drink. Because I, I wonder, like, I, I know that I've been at an airport. I have been in an airport. This is secret time. I've been at an airport. <laughs> And I've had three doubles and not felt it at all. Three doubles from Double a bartender that like, isn't Tracy or you, right? And then yeah. and been like and been like, God damn it, man! I know on paper it looks like I'm drinking a lot, but I am not feeling any of this. <laughs> we listen to the, uh, the this people v- at the airport ball call that a, a bar call that a mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy want, thinks he's tricky. You want to make it a double for two dollars more? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the only uh, the only thing well, extra is the two dollars. By the way, <laughs> that uh, feels like AA when I say heavy no. on that one. That, yeah. This, huh? I'm not finally sure you're getting a regular I'm not drink. Sure Soda in these. Like my wife, my wife was like, "Hey, no more thirty-two ounce Tito's and sodas," because she's like, "It's not." She's like, "It's a bottomless pit." My wife and my do- and my therapist were like, "Hey, you got to start uh, bringing weed on the road with you." Because if I smoke weed, anyone will attest, Mackenzie. Uh, uh, when this week, if I smoked weed at the club, I didn't smoke weed at the club. Hypothetically, if I smoked weed at the club, I was done for the fucking night. I just went to bed, and that was like my wife's like, regimen. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a couple. Maybe I had like four Tito's and sodas over the night, doubles in a big glass, and then I'd have a hit of weed and I'd be done for the night. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. See, f- yeah, four drinks in a night would be a, a night where I say I didn't really drink last night. Yeah. And weed. when you're getting drinks from, when they're mixed drinks, liquor, you don't know what you're getting. Someone gives you a drink from the audience. You don't know how much oh, alcohol. Dude, I had to stop doing shots. It was fucking my throat up. Like, I would I would lose my voice first show Thursday. You haven't found your voice yet. You're young. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, artistically. Your voice will come when you put a shirt back on. <laughs> Are these the parts you're remembering? <laughs> Artistically, this is the best podcast I've ever done. <laughs> I'm sure it's annoying the listener because we keep bringing, I keep bringing up different topics and then we get distracted. Can I tell you, secret time, I wanted my, my, um, my agents, all my agents and managers, when I did my first special, they were like, hey, you got to put a fucking shirt on. Like, you can't do a special with a shirt off. And I was like, yeah, but I don't perform with a shirt on, so I don't think that, I don't want my first time to do it, to be on my special. And then they were like, all right. And we did it. And they all thought, they, they're like, you're going to regret this. And then that those clips went viral. Yeah. And now they're like, I just had a meeting and they're like. Yo, you're not doing this special with your shirt on, are you? And I was like, I was like, you guys said it was a bad idea. I was gonna do it with like in like a suit, and they were like, Nah, you're shirtless. That's the only way we can sell this fucking thing. I envy you for being able to do it with a shirt off, and I'm half your weight because at least you're bulky and like barrel chested. It all matches. I'm just I'm like an I, elderly man with a, uh, some spill belly. But if I did it, but if I stopped drinking for ninety days, I'm not gonna look like I look now. And I'll just be like, they're like, why is his shirt off? <laughs> like, when I took it off, they're like, oh, he's fat. I get it. Oh, it's staying off. Okay. What if we get Dr. Drew to come to Johnny Depp Island of the Bahamas? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. By the way, by the way, island. by the way, that that is my one, like, I need caveats in this bet. Because I go, what if Stanhope calls once again with Johnny Depp and he's like, hey, we're partying at Johnny's house. Come hang out. And I'm in L.A. There's no fucking way I don't. There's no. I break the bet. How I lose you, the yeah, bet. How do you not drink? How do I not drink? Yeah. How do I not drink? I just saw a picture today with Hunter S. Thompson, uh, John Cusack, and Johnny Depp, and they were going around with this inflatable doll back in like the '90s. And I was like, I, "Those. That's. I lived my life for those nights. Like if 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 you guys called me like that one time, <laughs> you're like, "Hey, we're playing guitars. Come hang out. I'm back. I'm. I'm. The bet's off. I'm fucking drinking. There's no fucking way. Only a fucking lunatic stays sober." 
we went back from the comedy store one night so drunk to uh, Mr. Depp's house. And uh, can I talk about this? No, it's in the book as a, a fake story. Like, uh, there's right. things I can't talk about. Like, this never happened. I never went to Johnny Depp's house. Yeah, it's... But I thought I ruined that guitar. There was yeah, stuff I, I can't talk about. But uh, we yeah. ran into Marin that night. And he goes... <laughs> Go ahead. I, I was. Right, I'm still yeah, just say it. Just say it. Just say it. All right. If you tell, if you the, tell whole the Molly thing. Ringwald, no, I can't do it. I can't talk to Mary about the Molly Ringwald. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's not even a do. Yours, my story is so much better, but it's in the book and it kind of telegraphs itself. <laughs> but the lawyers can't give me shit. How much lawyer shit? I'm sure I asked on the last. When you wrote your book, how much shit did you get from lawyers? A uh, lawyer called me immediately. First thing he said was, uh, I think the Russian mafia story is f- fake. Um, I need to know that because uh, you use people's names. And I was like, no, it's a true story. He goes, uh, okay, whatever. And I was like, it's true. And then when that story went viral and the yep. kids in the class posted pictures of, the, of the me robbing them, they were like, they were the, the lawyer, I guess the lawyer must have been like, motherfucker. Uh, he thought the Will Stor- Smith story he was fucking not happy with. Oh, Louis Will, C.K. told me a l- fucking Will Smith story. Really? It's just, just really creepy. It's not good like yours. He didn't try to molest Wait, him. What was or his story? Just he uh, was hired to punch up some, uh, or he was looking to hire him to punch up a script. But he comes into this elaborate kind of, I, I'm doing this a huge injustice, by the way, but... Uh, and he's having breakfast across a long table. Like a boardroom. Yeah, it, it just uh, with, like, security around. Really? Just, I, Louis, I think, said no. It's, it's a really good story if Louis tells it and he's here and I, uh, he's not drunk. Does Louis drink? A little bit. He's, I, I worked with him. Pablo Francisco broke his... Oh, Pablo! I just Pablo got e- Francisco. Google alert! Oh, I got Wendy. I, you know what? We should we should probably at some point kill this podcast because I don't want to do what you do and start stories you can't tell. Because you you pulled up in an Uber. He gave us the wrong address. I did. I, it was my fault. No, he gave you the address. He gave me. Wendy the- sent the address. I know, but all of our Ubers pulled up. It's my fault. It's going, my fault. They're trying to look for 209 instead of 290, but they all pulled up at the same place. So, Kreischer Mark. says, I'm, I'm, four, <laughs> I'm four minutes away. I go, I'll go to the where your Uber's going to take you to because if you had the same wrong address. Yeah. And I just waited for him, and he walked out of this Uber going, oh, I got some gossip. Oh, like, yeah. Save it for the podcast. He goes, no, this is not podcast. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. T- I'll, I'll, I'm. I want to talk about the Pablo thing. Only Francisco. Because, only because. Yeah, it's, it's out there. It's out there, and and I don't. I have Pablo's back in this because I feel do, do, like do, do Pablo. You sometimes. Explain it just in case someone doesn't know about this. I mean, Pablo, Pablo Francisco is a comic I kind of started with in my first couple years, and I, I we used to. Uh, we, I, I played with meth for a minute back then, and this guy Gordon I Feinberg meth. was. I'm gonna pass over that. I played with meth for a minute back then. Yeah, you, 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 you snorted a bit of meth before. Yeah, okay. you know, was smokable, and intervention was around. And you, 
and then you're young and you're so Pablo and I there was an open micer that you took advantage when did, of. When this could have been tomorrow morning at your club, just me and him doing this on stage with you. <laughs> but we would never get to this. No, we never got to this. This is what I like. I like, I like, I, like uh, I like the intimacy of this. And thank you, Wendy, so much for letting us do this. Thank you very much. Beautiful place. Such a beautiful house. Sweet. So keep going. So, so you know the open micer you started with that you kind of used because he had the PA or he had the nice apartment and you were living on the couch. Gordon Feinberg was his kid. He was a terrible open micer, but he had a trust fund. Mine was Eddie Ift. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> you just had him on so, a podcast. So, <laughs> call. me and Becker. Pod call. You know that's going to turn viral, this pod calling? I, I, Bro, you got pod called at Matt Bronger's podcast 45 yeah, minutes hey, in. Oh, wait, oh, wait, if you see the podcast, that was not a pod call. <laughs> if, you, if you pod call, put a link in. To the podcast. Yeah, 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 and tell them at what point that mention happened. Yeah, yeah because they're time all at the one sixteen. Nobody wants to listen to the entire thing. <laughs> and exactly, Yo, but, Bronger, you got Paul called it. But they one don't minute put thirty seven. <laughs> I don't know how to listen to my podcast. If you said, "Hey, listen to your own podcast," yeah. I wouldn't know where to find He'd say, it. Where do I get it? <laughs> Gordon Feinberg was this kid with a trust fund that thought he might be funny, and he wasn't. But he had this. Nice spread in Tempe. So me and Pablo and Becker would just kind of abuse him for his niceness. Yeah. And we, there was one night me and Pablo were doing meth, and he was drinking tequila, oh, and I, I was probably this. drinking something mixed with tequila, so I couldn't taste tequila. I'm standing, I'm standing. I'm good, <laughs> guys. I'm good, I'm good. And I'm we're both watching porn on the old school widescreen TVs that are like with the big deep dish four in the feet back. deep, yeah, yeah. much less wide. Each of us hoping the other guy would finally fall asleep so the other guy could jerk off. And I, uh, I did a, a guest set early on in the, or later on, but early on in my career where... Pablo was doing a guest set at the Irvine Improv or one of those improvs. Yeah. And I said, uh, you got to tell – he had one joke I liked. And I said – I was headlining and I said, you have to go back up and tell that joke or I'm going to tell him about the time at Gordon Feinberg's when we were both <laughs> fucking tweaked out of our heads. He, he went back up and did the bit – he is someone I'd like to read his biography. Oh, that's a, oh, good, that's one. a good one. That's because a Pablo, fucking I mean, good one. And I, by the way, I'm no, I'm definitely not shitting on Pablo, and I don't want to bring up bad stuff in his life that he wants to get past. But one of the things, one of the things I respect in Pablo is he's one of us. He's like a broken toy. Like he's got had these fuck. I remember, I've so, I've told this definitely. We did. We did. Uh, I, 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 we need to back up here. Okay. Pablo had a YouTube thing go viral where he was so fucked at a show that he just kept saying the same joke over and over again. You wouldn't know it. Don't need to look it up. If you don't know Pablo, he, w- he was spiraled out. And he goes, oh, he was drunk as shit. No, we're drunks. Kreischer and I are drunks. Yeah. We know what drunk is. That spun out on an, an, an amphetamine. He was in a cycle. Uh, like, And it, it's. I think it's tough to watch as a comic because, trust me, 
I feel like I've been there. Like, I've definitely been like, when I was 22, I got involved with the Russian Mafia. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian Mafia. When I was 22, I got involved with, like, but it was tough to watch for a number of reasons. But I will say that, like, Pablo's the guy that you'd hear the stories about on the road that were always folklore. You know, like, they were always like, oh, man, Pablo this, you know. But he's he's a really sweet guy. He is. He's like the sweetest guy ever, and he's a great comic. Like, dude, I'm telling you when I say this, he puts on an amazing show. Like, an amazing show. But, like, when if you pay 20 bucks to see me, you're going, like, that, that's worth 20 bucks. You pay 20 bucks to see Pablo, you go... God damn it, that, that felt like a $30 show. Like, he's a legit... Can't believe I paid 20 bucks. Right, he's yeah. a great comic. All right, I, I have not seen him since the early days. And oh, dude, what, I watched him I watched him one night. What he got spun into in the cycle was shit he was doing 20 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know that that's not the... I assume he's doing the same shit. He's one of those comics that he has does, a handler. He does, he does Do you stuff. know anyone else that has... Yeah. Had a handler. All right, you're the opening act, but your real job is to make sure he doesn't find crack or heroin. <laughs> oh, yeah. goddamn. Where's, where's Wendy now? Where's Wendy, Wendy now? Um, but, but like, when he... I come back, I'm, I'm gonna get <laughs> Wendy because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna piss in the pool because no one told me right. where the bathroom is. Go piss. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend Pablo. No, we're on the same easy. page. We're on the same page. All right, what, I'm can g- we just no, pause? I'm going to stay we, with this because I like this one. Nah, no, this no, no, fuck it. No, 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 no. no. Let it roll. Let I'm it roll. I'm with Go piss. I'm with you. Um, He's uh, peeing right now. Yeah, Pablo is uh, is a guy that I think every comic every comic loves, but it's it's like, it's th- and this is the thing I'd like to ask Wendy is like, I know Pablo's had to have heard this. Hey, Wendy. Yeah. This is my question to we're you. We're talking about yeah. Pablo, but and we're you, and by the way, by the way, you don't have to say anything that you like. I know that you probably work with Pablo, and Mm-mm, not you, anymore because he works for the Improvs. Oh, I did too. What? So. You're not that lady. No, he's just one of the. He's just one of the people. I mean, you know, I think they're managed Myself by too. him, and he and and um, uh, he works for oh, them. Oh, this could go so disastrously wrong. No, it's wrong. just that, like I can't work him because he's one of the very few that would choose that Wait, club. Who's his over manager? Mine. Um, I think it's uh, Judy Brown, isn't it? Do you work with Judy it's, Brown? It's levity. We should have given it more of a pause. <laughs> oh, we need the beat there. All huh? of a sudden, you're going to want edits in this. You're going to need Chaley. Do you, is Judy Brown your manager? Shout out to Judy Brown, who was here the other night when Wendy was not, apparently. Yeah, I was. Actually, I wasn't. You know, no, sorry. I had a rough Wait, day Wendy, the, the question so is, the question is. I'm Stay with me. I'm with you. Do you. Have you ever worked with a comedian that needed a handler to make sure they didn't score drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Who? Um, you don't have to say it. Well, Geraldo. Did Geraldo have? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he did. Jesse. Pablo's yeah, he did guy. Yeah. Pablo's guy was uh, uh, what's his name? Flip Schultz, who I know. What? Are you serious? So. Skippy Green? Pablo is huge in Scandinavia. Because you don't Dude, really need a, a grasp $3 million dollar run this guy would do. He, Pablo would go... By the way, shout out to Pablo. If you want to do my podcast, I'd love to have you on. 
Obviously, we won't drink. Oh, Let's do it during the 90 day stretch. Podcast. Like, you're going to tell him my get for podcast, but I'll uh, tell you later. Um, fucking write that down. You need a list, Jaylee. It's right here. All right, go ahead. Pablo. Um, Pablo is. Um, what was I going to say? You want him on your podcast? Oh, he would do a $3 million run in Scandinavia. He was really big because he did these impressions. But he did. You know, for those of you who don't know Pablo, Pablo is a comic who is. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but. And Wendy, please feel free to chime in. Kay. He's a guy that can go on stage and turn everything into an inside joke. Everything he does becomes an inside joke with you and them. So, like, he'd, he'd do a joke like a. Are you, are, you, are you with Allstate? Like, but it, you'd recognize it. It wasn't necessarily a joke, but by the end of the night, when he did it the seventh time, you're fucking howling, laughing, going like, "You're an easy laugh, Bert." I'm a real easy laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but like, Bert, you laugh at things that aren't funny and make me laugh. At, the, yeah. <laughs> at you. Yeah. You should yeah. be the handler, Dude. not the machine. You're the handler. <laughs> I can just go. Just laugh at crack addicts. And you make them the funny. <laughs> The whole lot. He would do these. do these. He did a special, and he'd do these uh, runs in Scandinavia. And he'd make like three million dollars. No, I mean IRS don't listen to this like for real, but like, and just fucking be done for the year. And then, but they, I would say, and I'd say this to Judy or Robert or anyone, and I think they, this is the argument about Mitch. Wendy, jump in. But like, he would. He's like myself. I, I don't say no to a date. When we started adding shows, I probably should have said no to Tuesday. I probably should have just done Sunday and Monday. And Sugar and I had the conversation today. He was like, you should, have, you should have not done Tuesday. That's where you start turning the corner and you go, this is becoming unhealthy. Um, and I think Pablo has that, that gene too where he's like, Why don't you just it. take the day off? For I can't. I can't take any days off. Yeah. That's what? before he died. I was on that tour with him right before he passed away, and he felt his his explanation was he worked for so long where he couldn't get where like he tried to work for so long Holy he couldn't shit. get gigs. Hang on, then you, you, I'm gonna piss, and you tell him the story about when we two weeks before he died. Uh, and yeah, Crab Doug's mic. Crab Doug's mic. Doug, you go piss. No, I'll, I'll tell the story about. about Wendy, where are you going? Right Oh, you're going to show me the bathroom. The, the most beautiful bathroom in the world. So wait, so wait, so wait. Can I tell you that today I talked to Segura and I was like, I was like, this, by the way, this is hardcore secret telling, but like, this is what I like about a podcast, in my opinion. Is, the water uh, feature in the background? Yeah. Uh, he was like, dude, you're, you're, Segura was pretty aggressive with me. He's like, you're fucking up, man. He's like, the money's going to be there tomorrow. Stop. Because I lose my voice. We did that video. And all I saw of that video was like, you seem burnt, man. He's like, you, your voice is out. You're exhausted. He's like, you got to stop. And I was like, yeah, but you got to remember, I was making $3,000 a week fucking eight months ago. Eight months? Not, not eight months ago. Eight months ago, I was making like, whatever. But like, I looked at my brand deal. And I was making $3,000 a week the last time I did Brea. This time I did Brea, I had a door deal. So I go, of course I want to add shows. Of course I want to do every show. If people want to see me do stand-up, I want to do stand-up for them. But there is a fine line between being overworked and killing yourself. No, no joke. And it, that sounds so silly, yeah. but like legit dying and, and 
And what, what did Mitch say? We were on the tour with uh, co-headlining with uh, Stephen Lynch, and uh, he was he was working a lot because he had two agencies booking him. Oh my god! Bill, Bill Graham was booking the the double tour, the co-headlining tour with Lynch, and it was Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and then I'd fly back to Florida, Tampa, and him and Lynn would cruise for the week until they picked me up at, on Thursday again or Wednesday yeah. to keep going. And it, and then I'd get calls. We're doing a Wednesday show at University of Nebraska. Tommy Lee's there, too. So they want to know if you guys want to hang. I mean, this is the yeah. Jay, fucking like, did crazy. Did we get to uh, the last? I was just pissing for a long, long time. He just he went into something that I'm talking about, the, the Mitch quote. All right. We're talking about uh, riding comics into the, into the grave. So he had two agencies booking him. So anytime that the college booking could get in there, they'd do it. And it was just it was too much. And we were talking about it while driving the motorhome to a gig. And he said it, it, he remembers a time when he couldn't work. Yeah. I and he doesn't, wanna, he doesn't want to not take work. How do you make but, enough money, Bert? Hold on. But point? he felt that That's life, was question, like, life was like his life at the time was like an upside down pyramid. Jaylee. Where he's at the bottom that the point Jaylee. And all these people above him. Jaylee! What? Don't get to that place. No, he asked me a question. I know, but... Well, uh, let's... let's let, really this is a perfect, the this is a perfect example. Question. It's a perfect example. But you, uh, you hit your beat. <clears throat> I, I, uh, Trust me. I've never uh, been able to work at this club. I got offered one Sunday show at the tail end of a Phoenix trip. The feeling I get, and I, I hope people understand this, <clears throat> the feeling I get when you called and you said, hey, we'd like to add another Sunday show. I think you even said, and we might be able to add Monday shows. That, fuck it. I've never had that in my life. I've been doing stand-up for fucking nothing forever. So the fact that the, fact that the club that I love, that I've never played at, that Attell did Skanks for the Memories at wants me to add shows, that's a weird boost to your, like, ego where you end up saying it in conversations where it doesn't matter to anybody. Like, I'm saying it to fucking Eric Rusin. We added shows at Comedy Works. He didn't know what fuck Comedy Works is. But I'm like, <laughs> like, like, but if he did, he'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Um, the fine line is, like, how do you not die on the road? Well, you have a whole different thing going on. You yeah. have a house in L.A., which means you have a mortgage. You have kids that you have to put through college. So what's your nut? I come here or your house, and I go, oh, this is actually really nice. Where I thought oh. I lived really nice, oh. but I do because my shit's paid for. Dude, I w I've been talking with my buddy Tom about getting a compound. I want a compound. I want what you have. But you're—it's it, gonna—you won't be paid off till those kids are responsible for themselves. Yeah. I get to a place where I go. Oh, I own it. My taxes are like three thousand dollars a year. If I, oh. I can quit at any time, <laughs> oh, my but nuts, I still don't. Well, at some point, I'm—I'll I'll get thyroid cancer or something. I like think those, I'm getting you worry about cancer. college funds. I worry about well, <laughs> how is Bingo going to live when I die of cancer in three years? <laughs> I've said you said I've all but Ubered cancer to my front door. 
I've mentioned that to people probably that? five times. I've all but Ubered cancer to my front door. <laughs> Wendy, what's your, in- your your insight on this? You've seen comics. Yeah, I've seen comic like Mitch. You mean? Yeah. I mean, I, to me, it's and and I know that I'm ultra clean in terms of drugs and alcohol, but it's it's really sad to watch. I mean, that it was sad to watch. Mitch. Snapple addict. And tr- it's true. Diet Snapple. It's my one and only vice I've oh, got that left. Sucralose will kill you quicker mm-hmm. than heroin. But it, I but heard. It, it's sad. You know, it. I never. I don't think I ever saw Mitch present. Really. I don't think so. No, I, I don't. I don't recall no, I, ever having a conversation with him where he was present. He how was about never Greg? present. Absolutely, Greg. Absolutely. He's present. M- more years and yeah, and um, yeah, very different. And and maybe it was just the timing of the of, of well, all of that, you know. Greg was a different type of person. Even when Hedberg was just a weed and alcohol guy, I didn't I didn't know him. Once we both went to headliner status, you don't see each other. Yeah, you don't so, see your friends but, anymore. But we were young kids starting out together, and we'd do acid and we'd do mushrooms and mostly just drink. But even then, he was still an introvert. Like he was very funny. Together we could hang out, but out in public. But these guys, when we were talking about Pablo, when I left to piss. Oh yeah. Uh, where you? Where we talked about uh, comics, you'd love to read a biography. Oh. And Pablo, it's like the show Intervention. Heroin addicts are, and and pill poppers are the most boring. Oh, I I, I smoke fucking oxys and I yeah. inject them, and they just lay around. Pablo doesn't have an interesting life. No, that he want to hear about. I would love to hear. He Pablo's hides life. in a room in the dark you and think? he smokes crack or tries not to smoke crack. That's what I would assume. Oh, oh, I heard a story about him one time. I won't share here. But it had to do with a uh, titty uh, bar, fucking back room. Yeah, but I like. I would love to. I again. Uh, yeah, okay, wait. Okay, ready. Here's my question to you. Pablo comes out with a Netflix special, and it's titled uh, "No Impressions, Just Pablo." If and, he told the truth, and he told the truth about his life in a comedy, comedic way, I'd be fucking so into that. Chaley, uh, write down uh, my get podcast. Because I get a, we get to share gossip after. By the this. way, Levity yeah. is gonna oh, fucking it? hate me right. for this. Why? Oh, because, yeah, because yeah. they represent Pablo, and I'm, I mean, you know, look, there's a, I'm, there's a lot of like damage management that you do when something like that happens. But part of me goes, no, 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 you fucking you, own you, it. Yeah, you own it. You do, Captain. What's uh, the guy from uh, from Forrest Gump? Captain Dave. Captain Dan, you do Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan. Dan. You fucking sit there on top of the mask going, fuck it, I'm doing the storm. Like, that's what I want Pablo to do, is go, yeah, 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 I fucking melted down. When By Becker the way. and I picked up that transvestite hooker, and this is like kind of open mic days, and she was going to blow us both for $15, and then she robbed me, and we get into a big fist fight. We went the next night to open mic and told the story on stage. Like, I would love for Pablo to do that. I would love to hear his side of. I want to know his side of it. You know what I mean? It's when Richard people, Pryor, but imagine if when, Richard Pryor when, didn't talk about what he went through. When people start hiding their drug use, that's when I don't trust them. 
If yeah. someone goes, hey, you, you want to get an eight ball? Okay. It's the guy that's sniffling going, yeah, I, qu- I quit a long time ago, man. Hey, Dude. I'm just uh, hard up on my life. When they start lying, that's when you... That's the thing that I like. I like. I think one of the things with like, you know, people go, I- I- I'm always going to tell you to be super honest about what I do. I'm never going to lie. Because once you start lying, that's when everyone turns on you and is like oh. that's when you go oh watch him he's going to the bathroom but uh, my I met, I met a my dude. Xanax is in the bedroom just follow him dude, make I sure he doesn't out, take I a right chick who's a friend of the, the family's um, she was an alcoholic she is an alcoholic she was doing Xanax and drinking and no one could figure out why she was getting so fucked up so quickly and I called her out in front of everyone thinking that's how it works like I do it to you Chad like I do it to Doug I go, oh, you took his annex. That's why you're so fucked up so quick. And she fell apart and then started lying about my daughter. And and then and then we ended up losing her as a friend. Because she like they were like, she's got a problem. I was like, yeah, but she should have just owned it and been like, uh, yeah, that's what I did. Like I'm I'm always pretty transparent about my partying. Andy's Andy's honest in that the day after I'll go. Sorry, I stole a lot of your Xanax. I went through your travel shelf and I stole. Uh, yeah, a lot but of I don't Xanax. do that that often. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I You're eventually to honest. Yeah, yeah. You're eventually honest. Yeah, a moment of weakness followed by. Point being, there's uh, the people that have to pretend. No, I, I've been clean for three years, and you go. Uh, you're bleeding out of your vein in your elbow. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm kind of in awe you guys, like, you guys have a lot of thought into this uh, And when I do drugs Like if I do a bump of cocaine I'm Thanks. hoping for a heart attack Because I promised that I won't kill myself But I never once promised not to die of a heart attack By the way, your wife's gentle shake of the head Was my favorite part of the night Just this We'd get comment from her, but she doesn't speak a word of English. She's from the uh, Donglang province of uh, Longdong. So, I'm much hotter than you. (laughs) So, so Pablo. Yeah. He has uh, Flip Schultz as his handler hashtag opening act. He's big in Scandinavia. So, we're kind of shadowing his tour in Scandinavia where. Pablo was just there. Pablo's coming there, and they they love him. And I I kept goofing on him in my shows because I'm playing way smaller venues. Yeah. And I'd go, oh, hey, I heard you love Pablo Francisco. One man, one joke. (laughs) Just goofing on him. At the end of the tour, we play Helsinki, Finland. And we pull into the hotel in downtown Helsinki, Finland. And there's a giant... I'm sure I've told this story, but I don't give a fuck. The size of a mall. Pablo right across. Really? From, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding? This is like a like a sixty yard sign. Yeah. Twenty yards down. Oh. Pablo. And I'm like, are because I've been fucking with him through Sweden and Norway and just like goofing on they love the just lack of needing to know the English language. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Pablo Picasso. It's a fucking art museum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but I, 
was so like beating up Pablo, uh, which I love Pablo, but yeah, you fuck with people. I hope I hope well, he's. Hey, uh, hey, he... I'm not done. Okay, go to the mall, which is next to the thing in a food court. Me and Bingo go to. We find a little tiny sushi place in the food court, and then look, this Flip Schultz, who I haven't seen oh. since. Like uh, I don't even know if he's in LA anymore. I have no idea, but he was opening for. He was yeah. the handler for. Pablo, and I just see him in a random food court in Helsinki. That's the greatest. I love those moments Fuck, where you go, yes. I see a comic in a weird place. Flip Schultz had, uh, had like nine uh, comedy albums out, and he had been doing stand-up for like four years. And I know I a like, few of I those. Remember, hey, by the way, it's Flip Schultz. Shout out to Flip Schultz. He did my first website. Paid like 150 bucks. He put up my first website. Wow. Yeah, Flip Schultz. Love Flip Schultz. I just want. I just want. <laughs> I remember going to Miami and talking about Flip, and they were like, "They're like, oh, we fucking hate Flip here." I was like, "Why?" And they're like, "He does his character Shaggy Green, and he won't Skippy Green. Skippy Green, and he go, he won't leave character." <laughs> so Flip would go into open mics and in character and not talk to anyone as Flip. He'd be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And they were like. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be the podcast that gets me in trouble. I guarantee no, it. Pa- listen, well, I a- love Pablo. I haven't seen him in forever, but I'm sure his home life is not like his biography would be. And then he just retreated into a dark room with aluminum foil over all the windows. He well, like, uh, like if you if, if obviously Pablo's probably listening to this. I mean, he probably isn't. I don't think he's. I think he's oblivious to podcasts. No, no, no. He's listening to this through radio waves that come through the aluminum foil, and then he doubles down the aluminum foil. They're talking about me. They're talking about me. What would you say to Pablo? I'm pretty sure somebody you, just pod if you, if, you had, if you had got, if you could get into Pablo's ear and say, "This is what to do after that that viral video." I would. Uh, How would you handle it? Oh, geez, that's a good question. Uh, but I, I, I love doing this. I, I love Ray Donovaning situations, yeah. and that's the that's the get I got. Because uh, there, yeah, you can come back. Fucking Trump oh. is president, yeah. and it's so easy to watch how that happens. You, you fucking you don't apologize. First of all, you don't say I'm seeking treatment. What would you do? That well. That's well, I, not me. That's not who I am. I remember the first time that's we talked. That's the talk- worst thing you can do. That's the worst we, thing you can the do. The first exactly. time we talked about this on the podcast, you attacked the uh, the, the the lacks of uh, uh, security for recording. I thought that was a pretty funny angle to go at. Yeah. The what? The lack security in recording. Oh, oh, who oh, are yeah, you yeah, allowing was, to record this shit? Uh, yeah, right? I was, I was yeah. blaming the uh, funny... Uh, the, 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 uh, what's it called? Not the funny bone. Nah, it's a you got you to let that, you gotta let that by, the way, by the way, shout out to Wendy. Wendy locks cell phones in bags when you do a show. Oh, the, the uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. But like, I, here's me. If that's me. What was that? That was your cigars. No? Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if that's me. <laughs> My audience. Uh, I read your prior. It. I take it in. I take it head first. I, I already uh, not already uh, uh, already laying it. Huh? I, 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 I I take it head first. 
Yeah, but where that kind of comic, going, he's I, not. He doesn't draw the audience that wants honesty. They want a distraction. Can. He totally can. He could. He could. After this many years, do you really think you could switch gears out of a character into yourself? Yeah, every do you five think minutes. Dice Clay just could goes, actually uh, come out of a character and just. Well, that's a man, different. That's, that's the that's, most elusive thing in my life. Is that is that Dice Clay is a character? Because I don't see him as a character. Bobcat Goldthwait is uh, one of the names I can come up with that grooved out of a character into an actual human yeah. being. By the way, it, I'll say this to Bobcat, who I, I think I'm friends with, way too late. I would have done it way earlier. Like the the I I I, I remember watching him. We did. Irv, uh, Ontario together. Hey, this is the Burt Kreischer Monday Morning Quarterback Podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I were him, this is what I'd do. I think when he burnt the couch, he was saying goodbye to Bobcat, where he was like, I'm done with this shit. I saw that on TV the other day. Not as funny as I expected it to be. <laughs> no, no. It no, was not just at all. really uncomfortable. But he's such a good like guy. Pirates he's such a great guy. I would have definitely, like, I was ready to hear him be Bobcat. Like, be be Bob way before he was Bob. Does that make sense? He yeah, did but a, he, it was, a, it was a, a progression. You, I guess you have to do that. I don't know. I, I guess I'll start putting vests on. <laughs> and, like, well, like, well, like Larry the, the Cable guy became that guy, didn't he? Like, what? is that what you guys are talking about? No, the did same Larry type Cable thing? the guy become Dan Whitney yet? No. 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 Why would he? He's still no. the same. Why yeah. would he? Why fucking would he? Here well, we go. Here we go. How about this? How about this? Fucking dumb it down. D- Dan, I love yeah. you. But, like, but like I, watched Dan's, I watched Dan's hour. It was good jokes. They're good jokes. And But, like, you watch him do some bits where you're like, like, well, he did one bit. And he was like, um, I don't believe in global warming. If it's... If you ask me, it's just the Lord telling you what the temperature should be. And I was like, it wasn't even a joke. And they went fucking nuts. And I was like, oh, that's what it is to be successful. Dumb it down and just give them what they want. And fucking, why overthink it? Why overthink it? If you said to me, okay, ready? I'll tell you we'll- why you overthink it. Because you outspend yourself. You you deficit. <laughs> you. You go, oh, I'm going to be this big forever, and then you buy a bunch of dumb shit, and you go, oh, i got to keep saying dumb shit. But, like, but like, okay, if you said to me, and answer for me, okay? Answer for me. If I said to you, you're Burke Kreischer in this, in this scenario. Um, listen, you're going to have a fantastic career. $13 million a year on the road. All I really need you to do is go on stage, take your shirt off, Talk about whatever you want to talk about for 45 minutes and tell the machine story. Do you do it? Chili. Don't ask me. I'm not a uh, The answer is, do I have two kids and a fat mortgage in L.A., or do I have... My mortgage is nothing. It's $2,500. That's you're but like, But that, that, that's my point. Is like, I but, go, you're, but you're still you. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you. How much money do you need? Would I think that yeah. was the original question. At what point do you go? I made enough money. I don't understand, don't guys know. like Howard Stern. Why are you still fucking waking up at yeah. four a.m.? Because once you stop doing that, you die. Like what? I, I think right. Uh, I, Joe Paterno. I'd agree with that? Me. Yeah, Joe Paterno stopped, <laughs> stopped covering up molestations. <laughs> yeah, and he literally it died. killed him. It broke his spirit. <laughs> 
But like, but but Wheeler Walker Jr. is not gonna be fucking Ben Hoffman anytime soon. No. Right. I mean, that's. But like, but like, if you said to me, like, hey man, all you gotta do is cut your sleeves off your shirt and do whatever the fuck you want. Maybe I'd do it. Right. Well, Pablo has an act. He's an act. He does voices. Sorry, I'm trying to get back to where we were. Yeah. Pablo I, does voices, and for him to all of a sudden, after 20-something years of comedy doing the, oh, I'm the guy, and I do this voice, and and then go, hey, I'm just going to come clean with you. I'm a fuck, I was a crack addict for fucking 20 years. I would, I'd pay money to see that. I would want to see it, but could he do it? He's high. When people hide their shit, that yeah, we're, we go out on stage as what we are. That's the thing. All of is our that, fucking someone said, someone goes, so are you Bert off stage as you are on stage? You go, it's same, same, same. Like I'm the same, right. same. Like yeah. if you hang out with me, I am who I am on stage, off stage. To the <laughs> point where I don't even think like I really don't. If we're gonna be real honest about this, I don't even know if I write jokes. I think I just tell people secrets sometimes. <laughs> And, like, and I just go, oh, you, you can't go to bed without drugs or alcohol. And I'm hey, like, you know what? If you're a longtime listener of the Burt Kreischer uh, mm-hmm. podcast, can I get another cocktail, Trace, please? She Tracy. fucked Ivor Glass and ruined his marriage. Oh, fuck no, 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 I didn't <laughs> do this setup. Uh, oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, that's great. That was good. That was <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> Doug, that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> See, I would never want to change you from what you are on stage, but sometimes I look at me and I go, I should just change me. Like, I should be more, like, I should just dumb it down. Thing. Yeah, but I know, I go, I go, what the fuck, like, like, why am I overthinking it? That's my whole thing about comedy. I have this, you, you talked about this on one of your podcasts, where you go, I'm out of stories. Like, do, because now you're a guy and you, you, the machine and all that shit. You've bled it, and now you're just a guy that has kids, and I'm a fucking boring guy that lives in a small town. I, I don't respect, do anything. I don't leave my house. I respect house. Ron White more than ever because he stopped telling Tater Salad. And by the way, I'm not saying that I'm not going to tell the machine story again. But like, you I still remember tell the machine story? Every fucking show. Every. Because here's my, here's my point, okay? I, I said this on stage the other night. <laughs> what? I had a bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Face yeah. bit that I yeah. did for yeah. eleven years. Yeah. It, it fucking killed every night. It white. Uh, and fucking I had to crowd love. It was a. Hey, this is the ending of every porno. Is the short version. Yeah. And I'd shake up a bottle and make it like a perfect spray his face. The face. And it, it fucking killed. And it took me like. Maybe, oh my maybe god! 11 yeah, it was years so fucking. It, it, it was. Fucking beautiful every time he did it too. But, and, but, I, but I, I watched I watched uh, Ron White the other night on stage. I, I I didn't pay for tickets. I I got to watch him for free. But I will be dead serious. If he had said if he had said uh, I got kicked out of a bar one time, I would have fucking lit up inside. I want to hear that story. Absolutely. So as a fan, I go. I understand. That if you bought tickets to me and you and I stay when I was twenty two, I'm involved with the Russian mafia. That you light up, and I and I understand that's very recent. Like it's not it's not like ten years old. It's just happened this year that everyone found that story. So part of me says it is my onus to tell that story. Is it on a special? 
filmed. Yep. Because I had to do that even after I gave it up. Even though I, I never get paid for that special. That's a fucking Kevin Booth thing. By the way, by the way, I definitely want to talk about what this is. Because I heard you guys talk about this. Um, I want to do a series of productions through All Things Comedy where we re-record our old specials. Write it down. Write it down. Wait, wait, wait. What? what? Kevin what? Booth? No refunds. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, but I, I pod called him about that. Yeah. And so right, I want to I want to do my first special he's got a and thing I want to rewrite on. it and I want to but I want to do that material again. I want to go through that material. I want to rewrite it as a comic I am today and redo it and then put it out there and then I get all the money for that. But this is what I pod called you no, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, I'm just I'm I'm only complimenting you on this because right, a, this was your a, idea. A, a, a certain company owns no refunds. Which is one of my better specials, arguably. It's the one that, it's the reason I know Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson. Because Wait, is, is no refunds shot at Gotham? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I through know. a certain company. I know the company. That uh, won't fucking release it to me. <laughs> so I want to set precedent. I'm getting in so much trouble for this fucking podcast. <laughs> I already talked about this on my podcast. Let's discuss this. After what time are we at? Yeah, no, five hours, two forty, two eleven, two eleven. Oh, two eleven. Okay. Yeah, but we're not gonna reach the record. I think they made steaks. By the way, yeah, almost. No. Should we eat and then finish this up? Uh, the steaks are no, fuck that. in progress. You can eat here. Yeah. You just don't talk. Can't you eat in podcast? I, I don't, thought I don't they eat much anymore. I really thought they well, I go, oh, we should leave because all the people that live pot. here went to bed. and uh, when, when you went to bed? Oh, okay. No, I didn't know they were oh, making yeah. steaks. Joby, Joby jumped right in. He's on the steak grill. Oh, that's right. Sorry. You need a 7 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, I, fucking monster. This is a side note. I'm not but, already packed. Are you at the condo? No. They, uh, no. I'm at uh, some hotel, the Curtis. I, I, I banged some girl in that condo the one time that he, Wendy booked me here, and I have a picture when wait, I was going I were, through my... Old photos for my book, and I'm just like, I, I need pictures, and I found one photo, and I go, I think that's the Denver Comedy Works condo, and I'm sitting next to a girl I'd never remember, and I'm not sure that it's the condo, and you go, oh, how many girls show up 20 years later, and I don't know that I we fucked in a weird condo. There's a girl that had a threesome with uh, my feature act in Houston who just lost everything. <laughs> and then he was like... Oh, oh, no. Her name's Renee, I think. No, and the she was, comic. Did oh, the, Chad. <laughs> did, the, did the threesome get flooded out? It's <laughs> Renee, I think. <laughs> now <What>? Chad Zumach. <laughs> Chad Zubak, and then he like texted me. He was like, "Hey man, this is the girl I had a threesome with. She lost everything. Can you help her out?" And I was like, "You fucked her. I didn't do anything." Oh, but I got I... that same tweet. Oh, you see the oh, lady, yeah, yeah, the yeah, brunette lady kids. with the two little kids, and okay. we still drunk. Wait, and I, wait, thought, I saw oh. that a bunch of times on Twitter. How many yeah. people did she fuck? She <laughs> was kind of hot. Yeah, uh, go find me for a three-way flood yeah. survivor. Listen, hit this solid chick up that's a fucking single mom that throws around threesomes. Well, I'm pl- I'm 
I'm probably not, but on the 14th (laughs) of September, this year of our Lord, 2017, I'm scheduled to play the Houston Improv. And I text, listen to this, Bert. I text Brian Hennigan, my agent guy, and he's at Burning Man. Oh, is Ari at Burning Man too? Yeah, he's in the yeah, camp next door to him. Duncan. Him and Duncan Trussell oh, are at the next door camp. That's why they're all fucking. I, I saw Hennigan's uh, Insta stories and I was like, wait, why is he with Duncan? They're watching a movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> listen, Bert, Bert, listen to me. Hennigan, I text him because we're watching CNN and I say, hey, are we uh, even doing a Houston gig? And he, he texts back. It's already booked. I go, I know it's already booked. I mean, because the hurricane. He's in fucking Burning Man. He has no idea what's what's going on. There's 500 seats, but they're down the block. (laughs) Houston Improv, I think it's fine. A lot of guys guys are going to... This is how mercenary Hennigan is. He texts back. He goes, oh, oh, I see. The hurricane. He says, well, I, I, I emailed them today a... About ticket counts. Yeah. And they didn't say anything about it being canceled. I go, you shouldn't be emailing today. <laughs> hey, what, what are our the ticket day counts? Where everyone's fucking dying and being drug up by motorboats. Well, we've got 180 floating. And then there's definitely 100 people sitting in the balconies. And again, and Joel Osteen are the only two people completely <laughs> clueless. You know, used to. It was a fucking Katrina. Hennigan yeah. would be a burning. Don't waste your thoughts and oh. prayers because the guys who do them in uh, fucking Houston aren't even worried. <laughs> yeah, Joel Osteen. No yeah, well, yeah, I think they're There's closed not. tonight. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Closed for remodeling. Would it did- be funny? Because, you know, you work improvs and funny bones, and yeah. they're all in these fake mini Truman Show cities that are on the outskirts of Perrysburg, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Dayton, Ohio, Ohio is a piece Holy of shit. shit. Stop. Perrysburg. Dayton, Ohio is a piece of shit. But they have this little suburb where they make a fake town full of P.F. Changs and uh, yeah. cheesecake factories and improvs. Wouldn't it be funny on the off nights when there's no improv? If they turned that into ghetto, <laughs> into what flash dance and shit? Oh yeah! <laughs> if they just boarded up all the windows <laughs> and they sell crack on Monday, Tuesday because it only comes alive Wednesday through Sunday. They let you riot in those towns on the yeah. on the off nights. Yeah. Or like we're dead on Mondays. So what you guys going to riot? Riots through Thursday, and then uh, we've got Koreans on the tours, tour, like, the tops of the stores shooting you. It's like Civil War reenactments. <laughs> oh, yeah, Black yeah. Lives Matter versus. White supremacist oh. on Are you Monday, that on the Tuesday. Grill? What's that? I think when, I'm getting punched. It's done. When I on the way here together, yeah. there was a big billboard, <laughs> and it was a uh, anti-mosquito uh, billboard, oh, yeah. and it said uh, "Fight the bite." And Jenny noticed there was. She goes, "Fight the bite." What is that? And I go, "Hey, don't talk about that. That's a uh, white supremacist uh, low down uh, code speech." <laughs> yeah. So white supremacist. So when wow. we went through the border patrol checkpoint, which was right after, I was still feeling punchy, <laughs> and, and I wanted to tell, "Fight the bite," <laughs> but I, but I had weed in my pocket. <laughs> And I didn't want him to pull me over, so I just mumbled it up. Uh, Fight the bite. Right, 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 right. 
Bert has been doing, you, you just did, what did you say, two weeks or a week? But six, 12 shows. Yeah, 12 shows in six days. Oh. Fucking spent. I'd have we to just say here that you earn the machine title just on the number of shows you do. By the way, did 20 yeah. shows not, in three weeks, but driving every day to a different show. I would show. like to do that. I would rather do that than what I did. You could do that easily. I can't oh. understand how you do two shows in a night. It kills me a little bit. The first, I only, I feel like I'm not doing a great job because the first show, I think, I think people think it's good, but I just, uh, I'm anticipating the next show. I'm already like, I would, you know, I never wanted to do theaters. I never wanted to do theaters. Now I kind of do because I go, it would be nice to go do a theater. And by the way, I'm doing like an hour and 20 minutes a show. So it would be nice to do a theater, do all my new material, work on my new material, and then do the machine story and be like I'm done meet and greet one meet and greet one meet and greet would be fucking nice and just spend your night and go I'm done this is stuff that I I, I wanted to uh, write that down meet and greet and uh, the podcast that had us transfixed where we stopped to piss or something and I'm making everyone hurry so we can get back to your podcast is when you what were that? doing that thing about the the casino, and you were all going to reveal uh, your uh, guarantee. Jay Okerson, it was the... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got in a lot of trouble about yeah, that. You, yeah. you, you told me you got in some shit. We got shit. a lot of trouble okay, about uh, that. But there's, yeah, they never got to it, right? No, you, they, they no, did get to, to it. it, but it was confusion over which Oklahoma casino... We said two casinos, casino. we said Calusa, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, the one it was, Cherokee. But Calusa heard it and was like... And it was so, we said it so interchangeably that they're like, did they just say our casino is paying them that much? By the way, I'm making more at Calusa. No offense. So it, was, it was the gal like, at Calusa. I was like, she doesn't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she didn't care. And she was cool. Uh, no, no, no. The girl at Cherokee. We're doing this Point again. Point being, I want to talk to you. Hennigan, you're playing. You haven't done Australia yet, right? I'm, I'm there. This, I'm, I, I, this podcast is going out next listen. week. listen. I'm there Australia, this week. you gotta go see the machine. Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, uh, Perth, and Brisbane. It's it's fantastic. You are we love it. Are you guys releasing this this week? Yeah, let's. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, you do Wednesday. it, we drop it Tuesday night. We'll release it Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, you. But we don't work for guarantees, but I really. And I've said this before on my podcast. Any one of our circle, yeah. Burr, well, Rogan doesn't. Yeah, he's in a different he's stratosphere. Doing but now. but I, I remember when Rogan was lazy and he'd go, I ah, just take whatever the fucking club pays. So, yeah. so many comics are lazy. They just. Let's swap fucking numbers I'll so you, people I'll you know what they're making. <laughs> What? Wait, what? Wait, 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 Shelly. Give them a mic. It's not the same as what they were doing. You were, you I know, were, but it, it made I know, me think. You, I, I've said for years. But, if, but you, you brought anyone, this in on what they were talking about, the casinos and announcing and all that. That You're talking about, a guarantee. But, but, he's, but what Doug is, is, is saying is like comics should talk amongst yeah. each other. Ari, me, and Segura. And Joe, Joe, but Joe's so far beyond what I would ever make but Ari, me, and Segura are totally transparent we tell each other what we make to the point where I will I have to uh, not (laughs) 
let clubs where I'm trying to renegotiate know that I already know what they pay other people. Yeah. Like, I end up, I end up going, like, I can't go to, like, a club and go, I know what you pay, Segura. But But you use that as leverage. The difference is what we make as door deals versus what you get as guarantee and think, oh, this is... So well, okay, okay. Let's talk about this then. Well, so we, like right I now, I can't do on, it on. Uh, I can't do it on the podcast. This, this is what he's saying. I'll is, do that. You do don't this do it like you guys. Any, oh. any do it comic, together. Any comic that's headlining and doing what you do, I'll tell you what I do. At a, you know, he plays these shitty clubs. Well, <laughs> hey, listen for a minute. Really? Yes. Anyone on Wait, can I tell our you, can level. I tell you, you're gonna, this, this could drive be you nuts. misconstrued as this a monopoly, by the way. Barry Katz. <laughs> Mark is saying just what you just said. No, this is. there's no Mark. This is yeah. Barry Katz. This is his swap cast. Said to me. Uh, so at a, at, there was a theater that I got offered. Who's, uh, who's Barry Katz? Uh, he's a comedy manager. Is. He's a comedy. I, I, I did, did that say? for the listener. Who he's a comedy manager. He was my comedy manager for a long time. He did a, bu- a bet with Doug. Jay he represented Jay yeah. Moore, yeah. He did a bet with Doug that Dane Cook would be. Would him. you say that uh, Judy Brown is a lateral move? <laughs> stop. No. Uh, I'll stop when I this get the swap uh, when I get I, the I, rights the way, I back just to had no a refunds. I'll back off, but. Uh, if we if we get sober for ninety days, oh, I'm going to be a fucking oh yeah, that's uh, vicious vicious person about. <laughs> I was just well, I was most just... of Doug's diplomacy comes from alcohol. Yes, most of Doug's diplomacy and comes anger. From alcohol. <laughs> um, right, write that down too. Barry, what the Barry f- Cat said. I don't even know. I Everyone think... said something. What am I what? writing down? He was oh, like yeah, he was yeah. like I think yeah. that uh, he goes I think you're getting fucked on these deals. Because I think you can get the venue. And he goes, I know your agents and managers don't want to hear this, but you can get the venue, and then you can get the door. And then you, you don't have to go through these companies that hire the venue. So, like, the Vic is a perfect example. My, my deal for the Vic was a shit deal. I know the end of this story for me is you don't have to go through Barry Katz. <laughs> That's your version. Yeah. yeah. Direct to market. His, go ahead, his ending is going to be, and you only have to go through Barry Katz. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish, but, okay. I wish there was a way to say this that it made sense. How do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do what you're saying and not become, like, okay. A pariah? <laughs> yeah, like, how did, like, no, but no, not you. You're different than everyone else. So, like, but, like, you're Doug Stanhope. So, when you decide to go do these brown, brown ticket, brown paper brown bag. paper tickets. Brown paper tickets. And you do what you do. Everyone goes, fuck yeah, Stanhope's fucking the system. When I do it, they're like, oh, what's wrong with Bert? Like, it, it becomes almost like a pariah system. Well, you, you uh, brought that up on a podcast that we listened to where you said, Oh, well, Netflix won't pay attention unless you move up to theaters. Yeah. Which I never thought about. Oh. But I don't care. Yeah, but yeah, but you don't care, but you well, like, we were talking I, perception I, I, in the in the market. The, it's, it's, the, yeah. For my yeah. agents and managers, sense. it's about a story. What story do we tell? So like the story they tell, the story they told about D- Denver, Burt Kreischer came in on a Sunday. Didn't expect to have a salad of Sunday. Sold out the week into Tuesday night. Two shows a night clean. 
that's the story of the buyers. I know you know this conversation that you've had with managers. How do you? But I've like, never had that he, conversation. He doesn't. I, I, I talked to. I, them. I never thought about it till you said it on one of your podcasts. Really? Where Netflix? Unless you're in a theater, where I eschew, which is a big word that I don't even remember the small word for it. Theater. I hate fucking watching. Stand-up specials in a theater because yeah. the fucking timing's all wrong. I want to see Norton at the Comedy Cellar. I don't want to hear oh, the Albany giant rounds of applause that fuck up his timing. Yeah, it. I know how funny he is, and if he's in a theater, I don't want to see. I don't want to see David Tell in a in a, in a blazer. <laughs> That's my truth. I want to see him in a like. Wait, I the watched, car or the garment? <laughs> the garment. Sorry. sorry. By the way, David Tell is the only one I could think of that is a comic that doesn't have a podcast that should. Oh. It's called, call it David Tell at 3 a.m.? Yours was so good with him. Tracy oh, and I were yeah. driving to New York on the tour, the beginning of the tour, and we actually, we when you and Ed were talking about Leanne having like code words of like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, clips yeah, yeah, from yeah. the thing that you guys like, it, it, some of you aren't going to get it or whatever you said. Yeah. I go, Tracy, get on uh, iTunes, and we, we bought... Skanks for the memories, memories right there because I go. It's been so long, and then we just did the next like hour for that. Oh. You did one podcast where you're looking at. It was a live podcast where you're looking at each other's phones to see their recent <laughs> Google searches. Oh. Well, today, or the history, the history, history, history. Right today or in the last two days. Today has been a long day. Uh, I I searched something about you, and it came up. Uh, Bert Kreischer's wife. It's the first I, thing that comes up about me is they want to know what Leanne looks like. Oh. I, I wanted to know, too, because I don't remember what she looks like. Old. I think Tracy's going to hit you. Uh, no, I love no, her. I, I love her. Because I remember that day. I just She'll know how to get a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite bit ever is go through my Google searches and ask me any question about anything. Here, you ready? I no. love this. <laughs> Come on, idiots. I know how to d- erase by the way, a by the way, by the way. I was going to ask a history. you. There's, there's one, one time I, 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 I did porn on a cell phone. I'm sure it's more than once, but a couple times. But I rarely... I won't watch anything. Like someone sends me a YouTube clip. Yeah, yeah, you don't watch Send it. Send it to yeah. my email. Here, I, just, just go, flow through. Read the tops. I don't want to put my fingerprints on that no, phone. No, no, Here, here, here. Just hold this. This is like and then, Chad Shank <laughs> fucking Montana. And just, and you can scroll through like this. I wish we could tell that story. And then story. tell, tell, me, tell me any, like anything you want to Just read the top and just go like, hey, Bert. And I'll just These inform you. These are all you. open web pages. Yeah, that's the, my search. Oh, is this how you guys do that's that? That's how I do it. So I just, I'm just going to sw- swing down because you obviously don't know how to clear this. Yeah. Or use private. Oh, you can, by the way, you can see I've, my. You, I've, you I've just, by the way, search, how do I Shaley clear just this on Android? Shelly just almost got my Libsyn. Uh, <laughs> I you can't do it. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Then, you can do it like this. Go, go air. And just stay no, there. I get it. And and go like so. Oh, just look at the top. Yeah, look at the top. All right. Well, those are my Google are numbers. Those are my Libsyn numbers. Yeah. Hit it. All right. Hit it. Oh, I got to bring it down. I can't see even the numbers. That's yeah. a, that's a spike. highly aware now. Since Bert's been doing this on his nope. podcast, nope, uh, nope. nope. Hold on, hold on. Nope. You're meeting a your genuine Lipson, version of Lipson me. Lipson You're meeting a genuine version of me. This I, is what I do in my fucking closet where no one sees it. 
I know, but you have to be aware will, since nope. you've done it on the podcast. I'm looking at my phone right now just to see what would happen. Uh, you, do- you donated 100 bucks to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. Yep. That's a Red Cross, That's the girl that had the threesome. What? That's the girl. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to be so on the nose. They just stay in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, no, but, flip, but yeah. like I went to Lipson and you'd already timed out. It was your login because right. you were checking out how popular you are. We already know how popular you are. in there somewhere, this, uh, podcast, I, thought, I thought they went to bed and we should just leave. just the shark. Oh, the, all right. the secure, continuous, remote alcohol monitoring ankle bracelet blues. Who's that? Yeah, we're trying to get an ankle bracelet for that challenge. But I think you're right. I think you just it's a it's a you you you. If there's you no fight. honor, then there's no bet. Andy's yeah. here. He can no. get you an ankle bracelet. I'm, but it's I like, like the idea of I like the idea of betting in order to do something positive because like I don't give a fuck and I won't do anything <laughs> positive. So like if, yeah. if we bet on something, I can't bet a lot of money, but I'll do something for the principle of it. Yeah. But other than that, I don't care. If you do it naked and afraid style on a not, not oh, eaten by ants, do it but on an island in a no, in a place where they know you can't get alcohol. I've always said the best way to quit smoking, Justin. quit heroin, quit crack is to be in a place where you can't get well, that's heroin. The easiest crack. way. That, hey, that's, ahead, you don't need it. an ankle read bracelet. Hey, he just found this here's, one. Here's one. <laughs> Justin Bieber nude photos posted on Selena Gomez's Instagram. All right. I had so, a period so, of time. For, I had a period such of time. a fucking teenage girl sometimes. <laughs> I had a period of time where I was trying to figure out when it was okay to jack off to Selena Gomez. <laughs> I was like, she's so hot, but she's still young. Actually, that's, that's three pages ago. That must yeah, have been last night. That was, that was last night. <laughs> you jerk off the stuff that's soft? Gomez is so fucking hot. Why English to Mandarin? Why are you doing a Google search? Oh, He's going, going to, to Singapore. Singapore. So I wanted to do a read. Uh, so I did all my all my Twitter posts in Mandarin. Oh God! I, I just How's that working it. out for you? Hey, not good. <laughs> not good. With the two hundred people that bought tickets, are not favoriting those tweets. They're oh. expats in Singapore. We don't oh. read Mandarin. What are you crazy? <laughs> I didn't know this is this is interesting because I heard the podcast we yeah. all did and uh, I didn't know this is what you did. I love it. Yeah, you it really gives you an insight to people. There was a couple ones that they didn't read that they showed me, and I was like, it was like Ugh. new pictures of Justin Bieber on Selena goes. Nah. <laughs> they were about Amy Schumer. All right, keep going. <laughs> I, uh, I am fucking bust. We probably should maybe it, eat because the food I, I, is ready. Oh, uh, yeah, we should we Should we, we should eat do that. and then maybe yeah, I was, was going to go into pool. some Amy Schumer shit that I shouldn't. Ooh, but, talk, uh, talk. No, I, I just, I've been like, riffing a thing. I've like, a, I, I left you a voice message about this because you talked about some kind of uh, thing that happened to your wife where she got her ass grabbed and you tried to def- Yeah. Oh, that was a... And I, I called you. I go, hey, I'm doing, I have like an 87-minute rape bit <laughs> that I'm trying to chop down <laughs> by five and uh, I go you, and it should be left exactly the way it is an 87 minute rape bit <laughs> well you there's one bit of it that you would talked about on a podcast when we were Burt cast binging yeah and I go I, I just want you to know I'm you know how you get panicked about I, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, steal yeah, this yeah, yeah. from you. But all our girlfriends were you guys were at a bar and all the yeah. girlfriends were like defending her and you're like, Hold on now. I was like, That's not and rape, they, guys. Yeah. It's not and, sexual assault. It's just a guy being a dick. Yeah. Can I tell you a crazy thing? 
So the school... As long as you don't step on the bit I'm already doing that I thought I stole from you. Georgia, uh, they want Georgia... Leanne wants Georgia at the school. Your kid. So she, yeah, my oldest. And there's a... Um, I'd grab that ass any day. <laughs> they, do this, they do this thing at this new school where they sit the white kids down. Wait, which, is that the one with the mustard in her hands or not? No, not. <laughs> That's how you can tell which please, is which. That's how. Please. The mustard hands are not. That please, lion cuts. Please, I want please the, don't forget cut, where you were the because they sit the white kids down. It's the best The white opening. kids sit on the floor. Uh, crisscross applesauce. applesauce. And then the uh, kids of color stand on chairs and shout uh, racial slurs at them. Uh, just let them know what oppression feels like. So they yell words of oppression to the white kids, and and my wife's such a fucking. Where was this? Like legit? Like, yeah, this is in L.A. Yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and Liam's like, nah, fuck yourself. That's not happening to my kid. Yeah, and the, and they were like, well, it's racist if you don't if you don't allow you to, you don't participate. To, yeah, if you don't. And Liam's like, go fuck yourself. And then the next day, no, the next semester. They, the kids, the girls do it to the boys. So it starts with, yeah, right? And I was like, oh. I said it last night. I don't think anyone believed me. Like, they were like, that's impossible. But yeah, that's happening in Georgia's high school. I'm so glad my kids are grown. That's high school? I could never deal with that. Yeah. All right. Let's go eat steak because now I'm going to go on a fucking tirade about you should homeschool your fucking kids. Let's eat but steak, then that and then we'll make jump in the pool. You don't have kids. You don't want them at home all the fucking time. You want to get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Let's, I, let's not get political. Let's not eat that, steaks. Though. That oh, that's ridiculous. This guy's got a flight. And a, fuck, Bert Kreischer has a flight. Bert, I had a, a thing. My son was in, uh, I think maybe fourth grade or so. They told they were taking him up on a hike. right before he started doing coke they and smoking do, with him. Well, I didn't do coke with him until they were of age. <laughs> I don't know what age is to do coke. That's but, the coke age. Uh, when they didn't live in my house anymore, that's of age. You, yeah. can, you can do as much blow as you want. Yeah. Um, but when he was in like uh, fourth grade or so, they took him on a hike, and they and, and I, I had assigned permission slips to go on this hike, and he was excited about it. It was a big accomplishment, like a fourteen mile hike, and he went, and he comes back, and uh, and I, how was your hike, son? And he's like, man. They, uh, well, we, we got about halfway through the hike, Dad, and we came across an illegal immigrant camp. And uh, they made us clean it up before we could eat lunch. And I fucking lost my shit. I, I was like 100 miles an hour down to the school, and I fucking went in and threw open the door, and I'm yelling, and I'm the only one there. Nobody else is outraged. And I'm like, what the fuck did you guys... How did you guys make these little kids clean up an illegal immigrant camp? Did you before lunch? Did you have gloves for them? And they, well, well, no, it wasn't something we planned on doing. We just came across it, and we thought it would be a good deed for Earth Day. And I was like, all right, well, my son cleaned up some women's panties. <laughs> Do you know the health of the woman who changed her panties uh. in the mountain before you know? And the woman that hiked 19 miles. And, well, no, we didn't do that. I go, all right, well, did you have... <laughs> she would hike 19 miles. Uh, <laughs> did you have, like, Purell for them before they could eat? Because you made them clean this up before lunch. No, they put no forethought into that shit at all. No, none. I, I 
they were so fucking ashamed. They had their head down. They could. They had. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous to do this. So yeah, I I can't imagine. Wendy, come on out these days. When Wendy's waving us yeah, in. Help us close this up, how Wendy. Do we, how do we close this up, Wendy? We're at two hours and thirty seven minutes. Yeah. Comedy Works Denver, uh, also in Greenwood Village, two of the most amazing comedy clubs oh, yeah, in the country. Two now. Wow, yeah. you've grown. You definitely since you would work the other one. Me and hate yeah, me. I don't know. Like, how do you think that I built this? Oh, oh. oh. I still can't <laughs> believe you don't party. You know why? Because hang on. Have you ever slept with a comedian? No. Hold on, Wendy. Never. Never. I would have Never. definitely had that shrapnel in my life. Never. Did you ever sleep with someone who is funny? Probably not. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, if you had to sleep with one comedian, who would it be? Uh, Besides dead you or two? Alive. Dead, dead or alive. alive. Dead or alive. I was going to say the same thing. Not when they're dead. <laughs> dead or alive. It could, maybe it was, maybe it would be Geraldo. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish he was alive to hear Sex, that. Sexy and brilliant, brilliant mind, brilliant comedic mind. I think Greg he was Geraldo. a great guy. Okay, uh, comedian that tried to sleep with you that you were repulsed by. Nobody. Oh, come on. No. Come on. You guys, I'm, I'm so it, dead serious in that I never, I the never. The 36 healthy. years old. No. But I never point. took it. I never let anything like that. I just, no, I just never. Who made you watch him masturbate? Nobody. Oh. Because when everybody was partying. Oh. Did anyone ever lock you in a room and make you watch the masturbate? No. So you haven't had him here? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Zip it like it's in your pocket. Stand up. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'll do I've it heard right those now. stories. Will, if, if I start masturbating, will you throw me out? Man, I don't want to watch that again. No, but... <laughs> We won't let you near that pool. Jeez. It's like the machine bit with the shirt off. That's me. Me masturbating in front of you is watching him do the machine with his shirt off again. Yeah, what, what, respons- <laughs> what, what responsibility do you have to give comics that aren't funny but are different than white men uh, <laughs> sweet time? Like, you know, white men are the only ones that are funny. Like, so what's, like, what responsibility do you feel like you have to give to, like, uh, like, when you look at your calendar, you're like, I got a book, five females, a lesbian, a black dude. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't. You just Hang look on. funny. Yeah. Bert, yeah. I, I, we do this, and I, I, I hope you start doing this. I will. Hennigan starts it. Hennigan likes stories of the worst, the best, the most fucked up. When... You play a funny bone or an improv. Yeah. There's always a, a server that's assigned to the green room. Yeah. And we always ask now, who's the biggest diva prick fucking asshole that yeah. needs like, the, the worst person that the server has to deal with in the green room? So I would ask you this. You're going to ask a business person this question. Not as a comic on stage, (laughs) but in the green room who demands the most that you, because you still book people, that you don't book anymore. I'll give you that caveat. 
that's hard to say. There's been, I mean, there's very few. Like, I don't like those big writers because I'm like, I don't want to watch. Very few means you have one. Give no, us a name. Well, oh, it yeah. could be. But, but like, because I don't, I don't like food to go to waste and things like that. I want to give it to the homeless. I mean, I live across the street from the park. I'm constantly feeding the homeless. But Throwing tater tots over your gated no, community. No, I green chiles. Lunches out and things to them. But I, but I. Um, Snot rocketing out of the pool over the fence. Take that, homeless. Stop oh, that. my burger just <laughs> fell in the chlorine. <laughs> I'm definitely getting in your pool, by the way, four. Wendy. I'm definitely getting in your pool. I brought my Speedo. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, good. Do I would. I would you're going to wear fucking clothes in there? We're jumping in there naked. Uh, naked pool party? That's what we usually do. We usually get naked. That's starting very soon. <laughs> These guys are just going to call it a bath, just so you know. Sweet, sweet. Who is it? Who is it, Wendy? I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can think of it. There's just so few. Because there's All so right. few that I even pay attention to the writer. I just go, no, we're not putting that on the writer. Just, what do they want? We have, one, I've got a restaurant in, you know, in the so South I'll name, Club. A, I'll name a name. Just, all you have Eddie to say Griffin. is, writer or no writer, okay? Oh, Eddie Griffin. That Eddie was Griffin retarded. Was the, like that, like that was that a retarded was, yeah, writer. That, yeah. When we started asking, Fucking back retarded. Eddie Griffin, he, someone tried to pick him up at the airport in a white car. I ain't driving a white car. Fuck. Really? Oh, no, Paul no. Mooney's. Uh, it's, it's usually the top three are two black guys. Uh, the Wayne's brothers dicks. are big rider guys. Oh, it's uh, I can't. I, uh, I don't, know, no, which no, one, I don't it, know which one would that would be. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It's Mike. Mike Epps, the big rider guy. Oh yeah. Mike Epps is we always get. Yeah. Uh, Spears. But one of the Wayans we we get, but uh, the white guys, Paulie Shore. One time it was uh, Screech was Screech had a rider. No. No, no just being assholes, assholes about... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For a server. Why would Screech be an Julio? asshole? Julio? <laughs> not tipping. Asking a By lot, By the way, I forget tipping. to tip every fucking time. I get crazy. I, 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 I just uh, do because I don't... I drink. So, like, I went by the end of the week... To, last night, last night... That's what I did. I had the same server all weekend, and I said to her, I said, have I tipped you? She said, you have not. And I went, I am so sorry, and I gave her a hundred bucks. But I was like, I'm fucking sorry. I'm horrible about it. I do forget it. You do a wait staff raffle. I do a wait staff raffle. Doug, you should start doing that. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got the corner Just on that. Just back up your act a little bit. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, fucking... I can barely remember my fucking new material. I kind of think, you guys, that honestly that, because we hear so many stories about how cool we are, the staff, yeah. the accommodations. You know, it's no it's no uh, secret that I've got the coolest fucking condos in the country, hands down. No, and I, I, stayed I own at, them. I stayed at the hotel. They should have a guest book so I could remember the girl I fucked there years ago. Dang it. But so I. And She's I, probably still going there. Yeah. I have a picture, but I don't remember it. But we but have I so many there. people that 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 are so grateful to be there that really that have heard the stories about the club that want to play the club, that and and then they. I got it. Sounds this. I'm going to lose my humility. No, but, no, no. You, every, say everyone it, say says it, say this it. about you. Yeah. And that's when I thought you hated me. I go, yeah. They they think they're cooler than they are. Because you don't book Did he really think that? Did oh, yeah. Really when we tried to, that? we tried to, I don't know. We tried I to think do everyone a, who, I, a call and say the work show. And Doug's first thing was that she, Wendy doesn't she like hates me. She won't me. book me. And I was like, I was like, let me reach out. I think Heidi called you and you were like, I'd love to do that. And then I wrote back. I was like, they'd love to do it. Wait, and, are you the guy that did the Dave Stroop negotiation? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just worked Dave Stroop's club. I just saw him for the first time. Holy cow. You need to start doing an intervention with anybody that, that hates Stanhope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want a perceived hate, but Dave you Stroop, we actually had some beef. other shit. <laughs> That's more than a 90 day. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go eat steak. Let's go eat steak. has been a a work in progress. Let's go eat steak. I've been talking to Stroop about Doug for fucking years. We hugged it out before we said a word. Yeah, two two nights ago. that's great. Wait, you just did it? Yeah, Columbus. Yeah, I I went to breakfast with with Stroop one morning, and he was like, uh, she friends with Stanhope. And I was like, yeah, I love him. I didn't know that you guys had that beef. And we went through and talked. Yep, and so uh, we and so we talked about. It. I go, I go, man. It's like it's like Ari. Like I de- like Ari. I defend Ari. Ari can say things, and like it's like no filter. Like he just says things. Really? <laughs> Why? Idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Nice, nice teeth, idiot. idiot. To my daughter. My daughter has uh, broke her jaw and fell, and so she has fucked up teeth. And our, I posted a picture of us in Hawaii, and Ari's just like, "Wait, to have no teeth, idiot!" And then all these fucking well, the people. The picture looked like she had lost her tour. baby teeth, and he didn't know that you like, don't lose your baby blank, teeth when idiot. you're thirteen. Uh, and by the way, Leanne fucking lost her shit and was like, "I am not friends with Ari. I will never be friends with Ari." And and was like, "Ari's dead to me." Ari was oblivious to the fact that it upset her, and then. Like, I had to delete the photo, and then Ari came over, and Leanne's like, he can't walk through our front door. He's got to walk through the... He coming back to the gate. He I, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say hi to him. I'm not going to speak to him. How's and I don't want... Yeah, how's he getting in? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I still haven't really brokered that deal. What? Yeah, I know. No, it's really? not done. I, wa- I, I will broker that deal. Oh. Yeah. I will do that when I tell your kids there's no, there's no fucking no tooth fairy. And no tooth fairy, no <laughs> Santa. Which would be but a would segue. But can you can you then go, there's no tooth fairy, there's no Santa Claus, but the Easter Bunny's to, real. Uh, Santa Claus is the closer. <laughs> I yeah. go from the teeth and Ari into the tooth fairy. I yeah. slam the mic down <laughs> on Santa Claus. I leave the house. Do you realize it could be pay-per-view? Doug Stanhope tells two children there's no Santa Claus. That's going to be devastating for the aftermath that you have to deal with, so I can talk to you about some some smooth lies to tell to smooth over his truth. Seriously, I, I remember the moment sitting on the couch where my parents told us there was no Santa Claus, and I felt like an idiot. But I still remember it. That's like that's a memory, and, and you are you're doing it like funny, but they're gonna remember that forever. Dude, well, it's either I do it and they go, "My dad's a liar," or Doug does it and I just kind of like pass by in the background. Yeah, I think you make him the bad guy. Yeah, but I don't. I remember learning from older kids. I was the oldest in my family of two, but we kind of learned at school from older kids that like had older brothers and sisters or yeah. whatever. Isn't that how we Georgia all learned about it? asked me about it, and I said, yeah. I said, that girl's parents aren't together. Santa Claus doesn't go to parents that get divorced. <gasps> I was, I, I, we've really led into this a lot. We've really like yeah, we've I leaned was, into the Santa Claus fucking lie. I was six lie. when my parents <laughs> get divorced and my mother went to Alcoholics Anonymous. And there was not a lot of bullshit about Wait, Santa only Claus hear, Only hear Doug Stanhope's speech to Georgia. Like what, like, I, it would be great if it started off like this. All right, Georgia and Isla. It I starts six. like this. Okay. I am Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now in a small cave, half lit. Okay. Like Halloween lighting. 
uplight, flashlight over my face in a dark cave. That's how it starts. Okay. And then what do you say? I don't know. I just I'm I'm, 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 I'm focusing I like, I like on the, the lead. I like the lead of I was six yeah, when my parents got yeah, divorced. Me. When yes. when my kids were started to figure out what was going on, because we well, for one thing, I I realized at some point that the kids got a Christmas vacation, and for like two weeks, I had a closet full of secret toys that I would hide from them for two weeks while they were out of school, and then I would give them to them, and they would play with them for three days and then go back to school. So I was like, fuck that, I'm changing the rules. So I just started telling them, Christmas is the day you guys get out of school, is Christmas. And and I would tell them, and the way I broke it down is I said, you know how you guys were wondering about uh, how Santa Claus can really go everywhere in one night? You, you guys are you guys are too smart. You know that he can't do that. So what he does is he schedules ahead of time with other people, so that he makes a lot of previous stops before Christmas. So our Christmas is on December seventeenth when you guys have fucking Christmas break, oh. and that way for the entire Christmas break they could be occupied with toys instead of being assholes while I had distractions hidden in the closet. So. That's better than my lie. I told Georgia that Jesus and Santa were brothers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and when the Jews killed Jesus, Santa fucking hit out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bert. I that. thought my kids were dumb. I did. Need somebody else to tell them the truth. I was like, dude, I Why was... Why don't you just rape them so they grow up better? <laughs> Did, oh my God! Wendy, he's free next week. Oh my God! Well, I did have a fallout. Thank God I filled it today. Holy shit! I trusted my dad. I mean, it's just crazy. Hey, I know he's wrong. As uh, probably within about thirty minutes of being here, by the way. Okay. At ten oh five, Rob said they were less than an hour away. And it's uh, oh yeah, James is coming here. Wait, wait I, I I've always said his name's him. His name's his. Oh, I'm fucking oh, drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this is uh, right, we we. Well, no, no, we we shouldn't. But we're, we're. You told a story, and I love you for always mentioning my name on the podcast. Yes. But you told a story, which of course you did a misdeed in the details. Yeah. As we do, about Ron White, you you talked about Ron White and how he's like, yeah, I buy a lot of material from really funny comics, and what I do is I I take the teeth out of them so they're not funny anymore, and then I deliver them to my audience and they applaud. Yeah. <laughs> but you tell this. Yeah. You told the story a few weeks ago on the. Bert Cass binge we went through, yeah. and you, you you missed a few details, but you said, yeah, he buys uh, jokes from, like, uh, Doug Stanhope said he bought jokes from James Inman, where we, Inman has no sellable jokes. <laughs> when you go into, like, one of those uh, hippie towns like Madison, I'll tell you a joke for 50 cents, even Inman couldn't sell a fucking joke of his own. So you said Inman instead of Andy Andrist, who's right oh. here. So you said, oh. so we fuck with Inman. So we're going to take the clip from your podcast where you accident. Uh, he buys, like, I think James Inman's jokes. 
And we're going to James Inman's jokes him are unsellable. And is saying, "Why are you taking credit for Andy Andrus jokes?" Oh, that's great. And just saying that you wrote those. I didn't say that. And I'm going to go. We're going to play the clip Wait, for I think you. I worked with James Inman in Atlanta a long time ago. Long time. ago. He, he's he's uh, a kid, right? No, 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 no. You're not, Who did I no. work with? Who did I work with? It's not. He wouldn't even you, be able to afford think an you abortion. Know James Inman. Okay. Yeah, I. I he claimed to board bus fare away. Oh fuck no! Who are the unbookables? <laughs> he was. He's. The, was he, Inman. Inman's on the unbookables documentary. Brad, he created Brad, it Brandon, against Brandon my will. Walsh? Brandon Walsh. Brandon Walsh. Yeah. Brad Erickson. Brad Erickson. Did you have a kid? Sean Rouse. Hello. Not the Eddie's better Erickson. Right? No, I'm Sean Rouse on the road, but we need a handler. Dude, I, have you had Sean Rouse in here? I would like to hear that story. <laughs> it's been a long time ago. Yeah, he's wait, changed wait, 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 wait. a lot since then. He's wait, better. wait, wait. Is he better? Yeah, no. hell yeah. Oh, all right. He's wait, 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 Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Trying to get him a gig. He'll still Just bite your customers. Um, I wouldn't book him again. I remember that. I remember that day too. I think maybe actually there were two dates because I did give him another shot. And uh, yeah, it was rough. Booze or just material? No, I think it was about the booze. I think it was both. Do you have a report on me? <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back through my files. I got to go through my files. Yeah, with you. Fonseca fell out of his chair and had to follow no, that. No, that's the Oriental. No, By the way, it happened at no, the Oriental. Your too. sidebars are fucking yeah. great. At the comedy, <laughs> you're, I you're, only worked there once. Yeah, no, we worked there together, and then Fonseca <laughs> fell out of his the, chair. All the mics are off to hear the good story. Okay, yeah. all right, Fonseca. Wow. Is yeah. that another? That's let's another. Not talk he's about like it? he's a you know. He Fonseca, runs, he runs I'll tell you my bridges. story. Fonseca, last time he asked for a guest Chris Fonseca is in a, in a uh, wheelchair, He's right? cerebral palsy. Yeah. yeah, I won't take his phone call without an interpreter anymore. <laughs> Good idea. He, he called he, me to book me, and I couldn't understand what uh, the fuck. He, he's got cerebral palsy, but he's also a hardcore alcoholic. So you assume that his slurred speech is because of his condition. But... We all know it's not. I remember I had to follow him. He was doing a college gig when I was doing like a one-nighter early on when I had a mullet. And he did a college gig but got a guest set at a one-nighter in La Crosse, Wisconsin, where he went up. And back then, he was a little more uh, lucid. lucid. And he's killing. This is 24 years ago, and I have to follow him because he goes up between me and Becker, and he's killing in a small triple gig one-nighter. And that's when Becker looks at me and goes, if you could ever find a time for monkeys to fly out of your ass, now's the time. (laughs) Cut to the last time I played the Oriental, he's like, can I get a guest set? And you go, yeah, okay. He shows up. He's so fucked up. He went out and at the merch booth, he starts pissing himself in khaki pants in a chair and doesn't leave. He's just obviously pisses running down his leg at the merch booth. Whenever I piss myself at the merch I, booth, I walk away for a minute. 
Because I know because sales, you're are a gonna, man. sales are going to decline. He's a professional. He is a professional. <laughs> Which, at that point, when you're is hammering your after file? a show, you think it's funny, but th- 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 no one could understand a word he said on stage. He's uh, tragic. Yeah. We Tragic. should eat steaks. But he's been sober for yeah, five years, I eat see on Facebook. Smoke weed. He's, he's actually we'll, turned, he's we'll, sober. Is a, can we smoke weed at your house? Yeah. We'll smoke weed and then we'll get in the pool. It's legal in Colorado, remember? Oh, my God. All really? Right. What have I done? Pool, Wendy, thank you very much for having me. Oh, my Wendy. God, thank you. It's been fun, much fun. Hey, I have to say this. I've said this every show, and I'll say it one more time. When I listen to Skanks for the Memories, I imagined what this club looked like. And it has been a dream of mine to play this club. Because that is my favorite comedy album ever, and I and I I literally, I am so grateful that you gave me an opportunity to play this club. I had a fucking blast. I really he told did have me a that one blast. of my albums was his favorite album ever. Well, he told me that. Oh no, no. Yeah. Bird is great for hyperbole. Every episode, we that's <laughs> that what we look for. If, if you want to do a drinking game, hyperbole, <laughs> the greatest do, ever. If you want to do a drinking game on the Bert Kreischer podcast, the Bert Cast, <laughs> you drink every time. It's. The best ever thing. Best oh, I never ever. saw a better thing. Or everything. Or is the best thing. Or secrets. I like telling yeah. secrets. <laughs> when I, no, when I, you like not telling secrets, <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do together as we eat steaks. Because oh, I'm gonna. I have a list of things that you teased on your podcast, and you're gonna wait. tell me the truth. Doug, where are you gonna be at this week? I'm gonna be uh, this week, maybe Houston. That's the oh, worst thing. Holy cow. Are you really booked in Houston? Yeah, I'm booked in Houston for the September 14th, but we don't know. Uh, it so, might not be here, here, here's, hoping here, they have a really big shop vac. Here, here, if you go to... Uh, uh, oh, oh, fuck. I'll jack you up for this. Because uh, I'm playing Gainesville. That's where you're from, right? That's your place? What's your college? What's your college town? Tallahassee. Oh, fuck. We're not going to Tallahassee. I jacked you up once. Hey, give me some fucking plugs for Gainesville. Uh, Johnny Knox, not Johnny Knoxville. Um, Johnny Depp from Gainesville, or no? Yeah, yeah he's, he no, he's down on the no, no, no. Uh, uh, River Feed. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> here's where I'm, I'm going to be: Texas, Louisiana. I think maybe one of those Alabama, Biloxi, or Mobile, or yeah. Pensacola down to, through Florida. DougStandup.com. Find it. Fuck you. I don't care if you show up. I'm done with this. My bills hey. are paid. I don't have kids. Me- meanwhile, I'm uh, I'm recording people's voicemails for $50. So uh, I'll take voiceover work at AudioShank at iCloud.com. Or look me up, ChadShank, at uh, Voices.com. I'm submitting auditions there. I know there's a prostitute that's so upset. She goes, I bought AudioSkank. Fuck. <laughs> I'll suck your dick. And then they go, oh, it's Chad Shank. I'm Jesus. hammered. I'm hammered. Chad, you have to... Uh, Chad, I just called uh, I just called him Chad. Sorry. You're drunk. September Bur- 9th, I'm in Singapore. <laughs> just go... All you have to do Bring is... Bring a friend. Ba- Listen. Killer termites. Just bang Singapore. Oh, shit. This is going down in Singapore. Oh. Just hashtag Singapore. Just fucking light up Singapore. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm trying Make to sell right now. Make it sound like some shit's going down. Like hashtag oh. white nationalist, hashtag BLM. Hashtag white nationalist, hashtag yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nashville promises. What's the new one? I have no idea. Just, hashtag, just go out of control on a hashtag with Singapore with the with the I link. I can't wait to get in Wendy's pool. 
Wendy, oh, thank you so much for allowing us to come here in your pool party. Oh my God, thank you. Wendy's. Was great fun. You guys, you guys it's hungry? About time you wash yeah, your pussy. We're hungry. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I, there I we was go. That too. You know, what a way to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time you wash your pussy. Are you talking about that nursing home go. photo? I have to leave. The right. Flooding in the nursing Singapore. home. Singapore, Bert Kreischer, Australia, Singapore. I, I, love- I, I will show up at one of your shows before you tape your special. Please. I will, Please. but just be gentle because it's not that good of an hour. Doug, I love you. Wendy, I love you. Chad, I love, I love you guys you. too. Tracy, I love you. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm fucking hammered. How are the audio levels? Good, Shannon? This episode was brought to you by The Machine.